0: welcome to nerds eye view this is episode 226 uh for the the week of may 26th 2015 i'm andrew and i'm joined today by two very special people to my right hi i'm david king i am filling in for jordan today although i could have just said hey i'm jordan
1: no one would have known the difference
0: I I don't know. I think people uh, know his dulcet tones. <laughs> dulcet tones. Well, hold on. I can
1: them. do. I'll do my perfect Jordan impression. Hang oh, on, hang, hang on. on.
0: Hello, everybody.
1: <laughs> it's Jordan here and
0: welcome. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that's Jordan. I think that's someone else.
1: That was weird. Did you hear that? That
0: was. Oh my really god! That strange. came out of nowhere. Yeah. Yeah. I, Jeez. That must have been a. What weird was that all about? Audio <laughs> thing. And to my left.
2: Hello. My name is Kayla Berry. I um. I'm just here for the free water.
0: <laughs> water should be free. <laughs> uh well, <clears throat> David, uh, uh our listeners might know you as the the creator and host of Minute Marinara.
1: They might, I hope they do, which
0: is also on the Benview network.
1: Yeah, the I it's really awesome to be part of the Benview network, but yes, I am part of the Benview network as uh the writer, director, producer, pasta maker, and uh generally sometimes frustrated Head chef, yep. of the show,
0: and and Kayla has appeared on a few of those.
2: Um, well, I've done more than that.
0: Uh, i <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kayla you... is actually the mastermind behind Midnight <laughs> <She's the>, Marinara. <laughs> she's
1: the real like 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 she's the Wizard of Oz, and I'm the f- big floating head. You know,
0: <laughs> I've always thought of you as a big floating head, and now it all makes sense. Yeah, right. It okay, finally
1: clicks. If anybody actually saw me in per- person, you'd see Kayla behind a curtain pulling some levers, and I'd be here being like, I am David, <laughs> the
0: creator of Midnight Marinara. Who are you?
2: Please ignore the woman behind the curtain.
0: (laughs) 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 I enjoyed this a lot. I'm (laughs) glad I want to see this. (laughs) Okay, well we'll Well, do it.
2: I I actually, um,
0: the visual effects are
1: wasted on this podcast. I'm sorry to say. (laughs) Of course,
2: I actually uh, have written some of the episodes. I'm I'm basically a right hand man slash assistant for you.
1: You're you're practically co-host of the undercooked analysis segments at this point. True. Which um, you know, there's some that's a, that's the other thing we do besides the proper midnight marinara episodes. We also have started doing undercooked analysis, which is us, you know, going through a cold read of a creepy pasta and then just without any filters and without any real plan, just talking about our like gut reactions to those sort of things. And sometimes these are literal gut reactions. <laughs> One of the <laughs> as the last episode was it, when oh. it turned into so, basically Saw, and I was like, oh, I need to leave the room. <laughs> uh,
0: yes, and I do enjoy listening to those. But today, uh, we're here to talk about movies. Yes. That's what I'm, this show is all about. I
2: love movies. <clears throat>
0: Good. I'm, Kayla's and more qualified than I am. She has a degree. <laughs> well, there we go. That's why she's here. <laughs> yes. Uh, you just tagged along, right? You just, yeah, pretty much. You, you, were, you stuck out your thumb. You were a hitchhiking ghost. Yeah, I was and, a hitchhiking uh, ghost, and she looked in
1: the mirror, and I was standing right behind her. <laughs>
0: That's not creepy,
1: but she didn't. Uh, but, but I wasn't uh, there before. I was. Driving she said my, my name birth. five times, and then I showed up. five times. You know, like it's you know,
2: th- it's three times, sweetie.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Beetlejuice. This is Candyman.
2: No, no, I'm <laughs> thinking of Bloody Mary.
0: Okay, Either- I think for most of them it's three times. I yeah. can't even think of. I but now uh, c- canonically to make David King appear in front of you, you have to say his name five times uh, into a mirror. Oh, into a mirror.
2: That makes more sense because I try to call you on the phone and I'll be like David King, David King, David King. God damn it, why aren't you here? (laughs) No, this is actually true. I've done this multiple times.
3: It's
0: interesting. Good. And uh, we will be reviewing the film Tomorrowland uh, later on in the show. And of course, at the end of the show, we'll be playing Guess the Ending. Mm -hmm. Uh, We'll also be talking about what's coming out new on DVD and Blu-ray. But to start the show, uh, let's talk about the box office top ten.
2: All right. Count me down.
0: You wouldn't catch me dead watching number ten.
2: Paul Blart Mall Cop Two,
1: but you might catch me stuck in the midst of number nine.
2: Far from maddening the far from the maddening crowd is that spelled <laughs> far far from the maddening crowd.
0: And if I'm there, then I'm number eight.
2: Furious seven.
1: But if I'm here, I'm well. I'm probably still running really fast to catch up with
0: it.
2: Seven
1: for
0: number seven, I should say.
2: Hot pursuit, uh,
0: which is what I was for number six.
2: The Age of Adeline.
0: Uh,
1: there are no strings attached for number five.
2: Avenger: Age of Ultron.
0: But you'll it'll it'll take care of number four.
1: Poltergeist. <laughs> now, um, but number three, you might come into with some expe- certain expectations and walk away uh, writing everything in caps lock. Uh, for number
0: three.
2: Mad Max Fury Road. Uh,
0: but if they if they sang everything, then they would be number two.
2: Pitch Perfect 2.
0: But if you really wanted
1: to sing everything, you could say, it's a great, big, beautiful number one.
2: Tomorrowland.
0: <laughs> All right. We did it. Woo! Nicely done, everybody. <clears throat> Bravo. So if we look at the numbers here, uh, and in an overall kind of sense, uh, the numbers are down from last week. Uh i suppose uh, the top 10 movies only made 157 million last week they made 175 uh but that was i think more because of the the top two films last week made more money than than anyone expected <laughs> yeah uh, which it was crazy that pitch i i mean for me at least the pitch perfect two was number one last week above mad max uh but i get you know in the long run that makes sense mm-hmm. but tomorrowland's doing really good Uh, I'm glad to hear that. Almost 33 million in its opening weekend.
1: I'm honestly surprised Paul Blart is still on the list. (laughs)
0: That's not surprising to me. People, people are
2: people. (laughs) It's a genre (laughs) thing. That's really what it is. You give it's a stupid comedy, and you tell someone, "Well, what movie do you want to see?" Well, let's go see Paul Blart, the sequel.
0: The the other weird thing is that uh, it's a film that kids like, and so you look at the ten films. You look at the ten films here. There's no other kids' movies. And Paul Blart's the one, that's the oh, mo- that movie that so you take your sense. kids to. Uh, what do I mean?
2: What about well, they explain well? Would Avengers is
0: that kids? Rather? Avengers, I think appeals to more than just kids. So, well, I know that, but, but, but Paul I mean, Blart is specifically like people are like, let's take our kids out. What can we see? Oh, I guess Paul Blart. Okay,
2: got <laughs> it. That makes sense.
1: You know, I am kind of curious about. I am kind of curious about the Poltergeist remake, but only because like the advertising for it seems really strange because they're putting a lot of emphasis on that clown doll.
0: Well, they're putting emphasis on the things that were iconic in the first one, even though they weren't. Like originally iconic, yeah. Well, it's like a weird thing with remakes, where in the remake they focus on the things that people remembered from the first one, even though in the first one they were just kind of passing. Things. I yeah. W- if
2: I was offered to do Poltergeist, I would turn it down, especially after what happened with the first one. Like,
0: oh, you're
1: offered like a role in Poltergeist?
2: No, no. Y- yeah, or like anything to do with Poltergeist, because the uh, you- did you? Well, I know,
1: I know about the curse, exactly. The supposed curse Six of Poltergeist. Six people died. Mm-hmm.
2: Six f- within the first movie and the third movie. You don't screw with that shit, but at the same time, I, I <laughs> no, I, I looked this up. They actually um, did use real dead bodies, or in the first poltergeist,
1: yeah, first yeah. poltergeist. Oh, it's like the the fact that they used. You know, I always cite that when I think. You know, they actually did have real skeletons in the Pirates of the Caribbean oh, ride so for stupid. a while too. Yeah, well, yeah.
0: So, <laughs> uh, but what, I, what
2: happened to it? Now Johnny Depp is taken over. <laughs> uh,
0: no, but the one thing that I I know about this new poltergeist is that um, the guy who directed it, uh, Gil Keenan, he did a film a couple of years ago called Monster House, which was oh. originally written by rob job and dan Harmon, and went through a lot of revisions to the point where they don't even claim it's theirs anymore oh no. and that was kind of like a bad kids movie like I, it was not oh is that great. the
1: I, one was that the one where they i've only I, seen yeah. the trailers or like they make some sort of thing like that's the house i think that's a house is uvula and some kids are like oh so it's a girl house yep, yep.
2: i i've seen the movie actually um yep. when i it was i took an animation class and that was one of the movies we watched oh yeah yeah um, did
0: you watch it because it was um it was it was motion capture. It, like that blew it, my mind. I was like, why would really? they spend all this money to motion capture this? Like it's <laughs> insane. I,
2: is it motion capture? Because yes, it,
0: all of it. it every lo- single part. It of It It doesn't
2: look like it. They're really
0: well. Zemeckis was involved, and he oh really yeah, cares no, about I know that. Capture.
2: Okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah. So he tried to make it like because I knew yeah.
2: I knew Zemeckis was a part of it because uh, they he brought in um, oh what's her name? She did the voice of Jessica Rabbit, Kathy. Yeah.
0: Uh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah,
2: but I'm sorry. but um, she does the voice <clears throat> of the house.
0: She does. She is the house. She they, is the house. And there's a special feature where you can watch where they literally have her crawling on the ground as the house. <laughs> and I'm like, why? This is insane. Like, yeah. Why have people do these things?
2: But it, here's the thing. I liked it. what I liked what it could have been because there yeah. you could tell there was great potential for uh-huh. it, but it just I don't know. It we just... we
0: talk all about this on an episode of Shut Up Leonard <laughs> Benson and I. We talk about it. Uh... <laughs> I don't remember what episode it was, but it's it's a good episode where we we really go over the parts that we think uh, shine as as what could have been uh, like really interesting. Yeah.
1: If by this point you haven't been listening to Shut Up Leonard and you're a fan of Community, like what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> like why are you listening to this and not Shut Up Leonard? Mm-hmm. I mean, listen to this and Shut Up Leonard. That's what I'm saying. Please. And listen to mine, too. But mostly... <laughs> <laughs> also, most, minor, minor. mostly also, pick your path. That's Also, one. pick... We, should, we definitely got to talk about Pick Your Path at that's, some point. But yeah,
0: that's... Uh, we're going to talk about that We'll talk about
1: it, but we'll, we'll get to the shameless plugs later. Um, I do want to say, I still have not seen uh, Mad Max, Fury mm. Road. I know.
2: I was shocked when everybody was like, no, no, you have to I see it. I really want to like, see it. really?
1: Hey, maybe that's what we should do next weekend. Oh,
2: that's a good idea. Let's go see Mad Max,
1: uh, we reviewed it last week. So,
2: don't, well, I didn't listen to it. I, I, listen. I wanted to
1: avoid spoilers, so I didn't listen.
2: Yeah, same here. I think
0: I don't remember how we handled spoilers. We we keep bouncing back and forth on how to handle spoilers. Yeah, because okay. I hate that we live in a weird spoiler culture. But I guess it makes sense.
1: Yeah. Well, I I don't usually I'm not I don't usually care that much about spoilers. Um, I mean, for me, um, depends on the movie. It depends on the movie. Sometimes if, I like if, to know what I'm getting into. So I, if it's
2: a movie that I really don't care about, well, no, no. no. What I mean is. Usually horror movies I want to know the ending to
1: because <laughs> no I can That that sells it, right? Like
2: Yeah, here's the idea. The re- um, I have a tough time watching scary movies, but I love premises of it or the stories of it. Same here. So
0: Have you seen It Follows?
2: No, Go but I know it, I know about I've it. heard good things
0: about Go It watch Follows. That movie. I, I have horror films, but I love It Follows.
2: I've I've it's, heard It's so good. I know the the whole story, yeah. but I I've heard
1: isn't it like kind of like a throwback to like older yes. movies from like the seventies and eighties?
0: And it's so visually like beautiful. Oh, really? like, oh cool. Yeah, it's really like it's really fun to watch. Yeah, nice. Yeah, uh, but yeah, of course, Poltergeist made the top ten because it's the only horror film that's out right now. That yeah. makes
1: sense. That makes
2: yeah.
0: sense. kind of that, the that's kind of how these the box office top ten yeah, always seems gotta, to work. Yeah, you got to
2: think in terms of genre. Mm-hmm. Um, in terms of why is it still here? Like, uh, why is Hot Pursuit? when I've heard horrible things about it. Is yeah, it's not it's, great. A, it's a rom-com. That's why. It's the one film It's like, oh, let's yep. have a girls' night out. What are we going to go see? Mm-hmm. Let's see Hot Pursu- Pursuit. If um, Actually, that sounds like something um, <laughs> some of my uh, girlfriends would want to see. <laughs> no, uh, I actually have one friend who dragged me to go see Taken 3 <laughs> because she finds Liam Neeson attractive. And I'm
1: like, really? God... Can can I just say this is this is the same friend who wanted to see Furious Seven, right? Or no, did, did she see
2: it? I don't, no, 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 she didn't care about Furious Seven. There's no there's no older guy she can uh, lust over in that movie. <laughs>
1: um,
2: we don't
0: actually know how old Vin Diesel is. He might be ageless. He, that's true. He could but be like, like Patrick Stewart.
2: Wouldn't that be amazing? If I oh, by the way, and I mean this isn't spoiling. If Vin Diesel was in Tomorrowland, <laughs> I mean he was the Iron Giant. Wouldn't that have been
1: amazing? That would have been actually pretty appropriate. That
0: you know that would have been cool. I would have liked that <laughs> yeah. actually.
1: But yeah, looking at the looking at the list here, it's like we're eight weeks in and Furious Seven is still on the list. Of that's, course, that's pretty impressive.
2: Um, and then uh, I I'm not surprised. Pitch Perfect Two is the second because everybody loved Pitch Perfect the first one, and they're like, "Oh, let's go see the second one." But I've heard kind of myth things about it.
0: I, I like it. I laughed a lot.
2: You oh, you saw the sequel? Yeah,
0: I watch a lot of things.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah, I got how many?
0: Wait, let me count how many I've seen in this list. One, two, <laughs> three, I've seen four, nine. five,
2: six.
1: I've seen seven. No, I've, I've seen, seen seven seen 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 of the top ten. We've seen one. <laughs>
2: We 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 saw it it tomorrow. Duh. Duh. (laughs) That's
1: why we're here.
2: Okay, so David, Friday, you and me, Mad Max, Fury Road.
0: let's do it. Date night. Let's do it. Yeah. Yeah. And then go listen to our episode.
1: (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Let's do it on the way back.
2: There we go.
0: All right, so that's it for the Box Office Top 10. Uh, If you don't want to go into theaters and see one of those uh, films, you could stay at home and watch one of these new releases uh, starting with DVD and Blu-ray, uh, we have The Sweet Blood of Jesus. Okay. This is a Spike Lee film. Really? Uh, which, if I remember correctly, is a remake right. of an older film uh, about, it's about vampires. I mean, it's it's right there. Spike
2: Lee <laughs> the, doing a film about vampires. A
0: remake about vampires. A remake yeah, about
2: vampires.
0: I've heard interesting things about it, so I don't um, know, I might check it out. I've been, uh, every once in a while, I check into a, a, a Spike Lee film. Just because uh, I feel like, uh, you know, after a while you see enough, you know, you see enough films directed by white people. You got to yeah. see you got to see something different. Uh, the point.
1: <laughs> I wish I had more to say about this, but it's just kind of like, hmm. Well, OK, I could I would I would be interesting to see Spike Lee's it's, take on a vampire film. With, it sounds yeah, like a sweet blood of Jesus. <laughs> I'm 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 click, I'm looking at the I'm going to look at the description of it right uh-huh. now while we're at it. But I think we I guess we could move on.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, the,
2: actually, I, I do have a, a theory about this movie, what it might be about okay. I mean, as a remake. Um, it sounds like the more serious, awesome version of um, that Eddie, uh, Eddie Murphy uh, vampire film. What's it called? Uh, there was uh, an
0: Eddie Murphy vampire film? Yep. Yes, there was. It was something in Brooklyn. Uh, Vampires in Brooklyn?
2: It's a vampire in Brooklyn. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> David, we must watch this film. It's hilarious.
1: It's a... Oh, okay. Let's see. A spike, uh, The Sweet Blood of Jesus is a new kind of love story? Hmm.
2: It's a vampire love story, and it's even better than Twilight.
0: <laughs> Everything's better than Twilight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, seeing, I'm seeing there's anyone I, I know off the top of my head in this one. Mm. It's a little indie. That's kind of
0: cool. Mm-hmm.
1: It's always down.
0: <clears throat> uh, next on DVD and Blu-ray, uh, we have a film that I regret missing. Uh, Seventh Son.
1: Hmm. Jeff Bridges, oh yeah, as an
0: old knight or something, and he has to teach a young guy how to fight a witch, and that uh, that's uh, Julianne Moore. Like that's that sounds insane. That sounds pretty rad. I'm like, oh, how awesome. did this film not make millions of dollars?
2: What? Because it was made at the wrong time. Well,
0: also because it was delayed for over a year, uh, and it oh. and it, for post conversion reasons, which is oh, always a bad huh. sign. Uh, but yeah, you know. I I always enjoy a good fantasy romp. I mean, yeah, I got good. Jeff Bridges in there.
2: Yeah, I why mean, not? Jeff Bridges. Yeah, that sounds like a good.
1: I like choice. I like Jeff Bridges. He's, Me
0: too. Uh, he's like a wizard knight. I, <laughs> why not? <laughs> he 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 could. He's
1: like he's that really old Dungeons and Dragons character yes. that you have. You know, like he's you can he's the, he, he he's in all kinds of role playing games. You know, like look at Tron. Look at. Uh...
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh no no no! He's the dude in Tron. <laughs> legacy no 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 in Tron legacy in Tron he's actually I don't know what he is in Tron I've he's seen, what he used to be he's what he used
0: to be he's pre-dude
2: he's pre-dude
1: yeah what kind of role playing game do you think the dude would fit in though
0: I mean he's uh, that guy in your party who just wants to sit at the bar
1: <laughs> like you someone's like gonna go and, and you know scale the scale the you know tr- try and disable a trap and they're like well, why can't we just jump over it well it's dangerous and he's just like well that's like
0: your opinion man <laughs>
1: uh yeah so yeah. that's that's dvd and blu-ray yes of those? those
0: are on dvd and blu-ray right. uh, moving on to dvd only uh a film called my life directed by nicholas winding Refn. which
1: that's the whole that's the whole title that's the whole title it's not my it's not life telling us who, who, directed directed it, it. who
0: directed it in fact the director is his wife she um Wait, made but... this documentary while he was making um what was that one called it was it was his uh, I believe it's his most recent film. It came out uh, I think last year. Uh, it was a it was the Ryan Gosling one that's not Drive. I don't remember <laughs> the that Ryan Gosling, Gosling one I didn't like not it. Drive. Oh, I don't remember oh, wait. The name of it. You know, the one where he's, like, fighting a lot? Yeah. But it's not Drive.
2: I I, I know what you're talking about. <clears throat> I just can't think of it.
0: Which I kind of want to watch this film uh, because it's about the difficulty that they had in making that film. Which, when I watched it, I was like, wow, there's, like something is wrong about this film. As, <laughs> as great as it looks and as, like, the characters were good, it just, like, something was off. And I, I, I think if I watch this documentary, it'll be like, oh, that explains it. It sounds uh, like it, it sounds sense. like it's pretty
1: meta. It's like compartmentalized. You got the movie, mm. and then you got the make the guy directing the movie, and then you got the director, the director's wife directing that movie about this guy's making that movie. Yep. Well, it, I like that.
2: Um, actually, one of the best movies to see that that it is a documentary is Hearts of Darkness. Um, yeah,
0: I still haven't seen that. I, I feel either. like yeah, and that it, would be a good watch.
2: <laughs> I know because I've seen Apocalypse Now. Mm. I've read Heart of Darkness oh. twice. I love the movie Apocalypse Now. I've written an essay about it.
0: Have you seen Redux? Yes. Yeah, I like that one better. Am I the only one? Uh, I like the yep. French scene. <laughs> I, like it, the, I like the scene where uh, they're with the French people. I don't care. Man. I know it's like thirty minutes of them just talking, but that's I kind of like it. <laughs> Teach <To laughs> their, their own.
2: Teach their own. Teach their own. But I, I, can't,
1: I can't. I can't. I haven't seen it, so I can't uh, step in here.
2: It, it's.
0: I can't mediate. What was your paper about? I.
2: Just, <laughs> uh, it was comparing actually. Uh, Comparing it as an adaptation, is it a good one? Oh, Despite okay. the fact that it's... Because Heart of Darkness, of course, takes a, place in a completely different time period. and yeah. a completely different location.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But um, I, I have a theory about this uh, in terms of... Well, not theory, but an idea about this. That with adaptations... A hypothesis, if you will. A hypothesis, why not? Uh, that an adaptation is good if it keeps to the theme... And the idea of what the author wanted to present. Mm -hmm. Um, So I feel like Apocalypse Now is a great adaptation. Mm. I think that, uh, but I think that um, The Shining uh, is a terrible adaptation. It's a great movie. It's just a bad adaptation Mm. because it doesn't keep to the theme of the
0: book. Interesting.
1: That's That's an interesting way to think of it. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: All right. Now uh, (laughs) on DVD only, we have a film called See You in Valhalla which uh, we will now play a little game where David and Kayla will attempt to guess what this film is about uh, based on that title. And whoever wants to go first can choose between the year it came out and let's say... Hmm, what's a good second piece of information? The How about the lead? The lead, the lead. Act, act, actor or actress that is listed here. Where's, Who wants to go first?
2: Where's Valhalla? Uh,
1: well... I'll give. I don't know. This is like a competition now. I'll, you know, <laughs> I'll be Valhalla is the um the like the the Viking afterlife.
2: Oh, okay.
1: It's where it's where the Vikings want to go when they die.
2: Okay, that that actually puts things into a bit more.
1: I figured that that's fair. That's fair. That's fair knowledge. You know, sure.
0: Uh,
2: uh, early eighties. That's my I'll, guess.
0: Well, no, you're gonna guess the plot. I'm oh, gonna I give guess. whoever goes first will get to pick if they want to know the year it came out or the lead lead actor
2: okay actress. uh the plot is Ooh,
0: ladies first okay Kay- <laughs> w- would you like the year or the lead actress and then you can guess
2: give me the lead actress
0: okay it's sarah highland sarah? i think that's a well-known enough person she's on uh i'll tell you she's on um what is that show called modern family
2: Sarah, is, is she one of the little girls or well,
0: it's a it's a girl's name. Well, no so.
2: shit, but <laughs> I, I, I think I'm, is she one of, she one of the is, this kids? This is nefarious. Oh wait, wait, wait! wait.
0: So just, ta- just so, see you in Valhalla, starring Sarah Hyland. What is this film about? Sarah, Kayla?
2: <laughs> Sarah Hyland.
0: Who the fuck is this actress?
2: <laughs> she's in Modern Family.
1: And now you gotta just take a stab at the plot.
2: Okay, so I'm assuming she's young. I'm gonna just fucking. I don't know. I forgot the.
1: Oh, go go with that. I mean, this is okay. This is so, for fun. if
2: she's young, that means the movie just is recent. So, I'm gonna say. Oh, uh, depends. Give me another.
0: No, no. you nope. got all the clues. Nope. nope. That's just your guess clue. anything. Damn
2: it! I should have cr- taken. Make the... up
1: what you think the plot would be about.
2: It's just a, a
0: real quick summary.
2: Uh, it's about a teenager who gets stuck in Viking times, a la ABC Family. <laughs> I like it. Oh, my God. See you in Valhalla. <laughs> That's
0: good. That's good. I would watch that show. <laughs> All right, David. Uh, All right. I mean, give me the year. The year is 2015. It came out this year.
1: Interesting. Okay. Hmm, that makes it a little trickier because it sounds like something you would hear in like an 80s, like I was Conan think- the Barbarian kind of thing. You I know? was
2: thinking the same thing. It's like, well, if it's early 80s, it's that would make more sense yeah but
1: okay now i'm probably gonna be way off because all we have is the tile to work with but i'm thinking this is gonna be like a kind of pseudo period piece where like uh it's got you know it's got oh gosh um well i mean there's got there's got to be vikings in it there's got to be vikings in it but there might not be it's 2015 is it? <laughs> hmm I'm gonna say that Valhalla is like the name of it's it's like a it's like either the it's like the name of some sort of like sports team or something. I don't know. I'm just I'm being biased because of the year. You know, what, I'll just go with my gut on this one initially. I'm thinking it's gonna be it's, it. It does have Vikings in it, and it had involves our lead actress maybe trying to work her way into the ranks of the Vikings. But like you know, being a woman, that's a hard thing to do. But and we, then it's a whole thing about seeing. Isn't
2: the Vikings a sports team? Could be, I, it might be a sports movie. There's
1: plenty of sports teams called the Vikings. <gasps> oh my god! Watch. My mom, my mom went to high school. The high school she went to had their their team was called the Vikings. Mm. So well, yeah.
2: watch, it's going to be a sports movie, and she's like the love interest of um, one of the sports guys.
1: All right, that's a fair guess. All right,
0: here's the driving me insane. The real plot. Uh, well, I didn't give you genre because it's so vague. It's comedy drama. Like, that's not going to help you much. Oh, God. A drama? Uh, it's a comedy drama. <laughs> it's a drama.
2: Dramedy. Uh, dramedy. A dramedy.
0: Yeah, I hate that. Uh, <laughs> a young woman returns home to reunite with her estranged family after the bizarre death of her brother. With family secrets, old flames, small town gossip, and an uncomfortable family reunion looming, she must find a way to navigate and accept her past while preserving her present. So that I guess, is I guess Valhalla is really the vague. town that she lives in. Like, it's just so weird. I, I always assumed it was
1: like, a, it's yeah, that thing Viking warriors, like, oh, see you it, in Valhalla. It is, but <sighs> like,
0: I guess her hometown's named Valhalla. Well,
1: that's, that actually is kind of interesting, but it also sounds incredibly vague it, and it, cliche. It,
2: it does go with my whole theme of- God. I think you were closer. Well, as soon as I heard Sarah Highland, I'm like, I think she's like the 17th, like the I think she's like 21. I think she's the older daughter. In, I am uh, pretty
0: sure she's the college one. Yeah, I think yeah. she's the college one. I don't watch that show, but neither I, do I. I just, I've watched I a few
2: episodes, and I I'm like, I I don't know these actors' names. I I only
1: <laughs> I don't know. But you were you were definitely closer to than I was, because I really was gonna go with my gut and say like but twenty fifteen was what threw me off. I'm like, oh people don't make movies like that anymore. Like yeah. no. these great epics, fantasy epics as much. Well, which is they why made, I do, they made Seventh Son. Well that's thought. why I'm gonna
0: see Seventh Son. <laughs> Uh, all right, new on Blu-ray, uh, Ferngully, The Last Rainforest. Oh,
2: Jesus Christ.
1: <laughs> well, this is interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's never been. People written. have not, uh, I I guess, you know, this is one I have I have seen years and years ago, and they're finally bringing it to Blu-ray, eh? Surprised they still want to. <laughs> Why? Well, I don't think it's, here's the thing. I don't dislike the movie that much. I fully acknowledge it's not very good, but I don't dislike it. I used to watch it a lot when I was a
0: kid.
2: Same, but I, I like mean, the, it's got
0: what's what's that other one with the with the mice and they're getting trapped and the 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 Secret of
1: Nim. Secret of Nim. Oh, I always like that NIMH one better than amazing. Fern yeah. oh, Secret of Nim is no. is is Don Bluth's like opus. You mm-hmm. know,
2: that came out in nineteen eighty one. That movie is beyond. Incredible. Was it? Fern
1: Gully was like late eighties, early nineties. No, no, right? no, no. Uh,
2: that came out in the nineties.
1: Yeah, well, definitely nineties. Because I, I was trying to think, it had it had Tim Curry. Tim Curry was the villain, which is amazing. <laughs> well, that's he's the be- he's one of the he's like the best part of the movie, yeah. and and, then, uh, and it had Robin Williams as the bat, uh, Batty, Batty the bat, which is a very inventive name. Huh. Um, well um, well
2: yeah. no, so worth- there's a lot of actually. Uh, Samantha Mathis is uh, the main character, Krista. Hmm. Um, Oh, I like there's a, I Was think no
0: one named Fern Gully or was that the that's, place? That's the name the place of the is place. was Fern Gully uh, I, I not have seen, not seen and it and since And of course Cheech childhood.
2: and Chong is in it as, Wow. Yes. Cheech and Chong? Cheech and Chong.
1: Are they they're both in it?
2: They're both in it. That's
1: crazy. I didn't
0: realize they're the something.
2: And then um, also if you recall. Comedy Relief what
0: are they comedy relief? Of
2: course they are. I mean,
0: is the whole movie comedy relief? We uh, you, you have
1: Robin Williams. If, if there, Williams was, a, in it. If there well, was actual comedy, well, then me.
2: It, it's it's a the nineties try it comedy. Well, the basically the whole thing is trying to make you save the rainforest. God damn it, sure. we need to save the rainforest. Yeah. Why don't you care about the rainforest? <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to tell you what to do, but goddamn it, the rainforest is I mean this dying. is the
0: last rainforest.
1: The so last. Rainforest. you got to care the about it. The last rainforest in Australia at least cuz it's you find out later that the movies in Australia.
2: No, it actually what? Well, yeah. uh, no not later but <laughs> You know I mean if you're weird... if you're
1: paying attention it's, it's in as Australia. As well as the
2: only way you're able to figure out it cuz um it, it, one if you know that Mount Morning is in Australia they oh, do yeah. make reference to it and then they t- do. two she actually looks at his driver's license, and it says Australia, even though he doesn't have Things an Australian Things I didn't think accent.
1: about when I was a kid, which was the last time I watched this movie. But they're
0: fairies, right? Yeah, Am I misremembering this. So they're no, 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 no.
2: They're, okay, so the should I just say the plot? Because I just assume people know. What I, are I,
0: I just, I just, I was thinking like, okay, they're in Australia, but they're fairies. Like, yeah. Just so and a, there's a rainforest. Uh, I thought Australia was a big desert full of just one giant spider that eats everyone. You,
1: basi- <laughs> I've, I've actually been to Australia, and I can confirm a lot of that. Well, Except I was in the one pocket that <laughs> looks kind of like <laughs> California, <laughs> but it's called New South Wales.
0: Okay. Uh,
2: what What was it that Lindsay Ellis said? <laughs> Where's the one place that white people live in that has a rainforest possibly. Australia. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Alright. Um, That's true, Lindsay. She did say that.
2: Uh, but um, the whole movie is basically fairies trying to save the rainforest but then one of them accidentally shrinks down a human oh. and says you shitty person, how dare you cut down trees? And then Tim Curry is a uh,
1: He's like a spirit of destruction yeah oh. And he like he's loves. Like,
2: sli- he's, mixed up, he's like slime. He's mix this
1: slime. He 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 his like spirit merges with this like big deforestation like tr- tr- uh, big tree cutter machine. Okay. And he becomes like smoke and a smoke and oil creature that r- controls this machine. It's actually kind of <laughs> neat. That's amazing. And he sings about how much he loves pollution. <laughs>
2: slime beneath the moon. Slime, slime up, up above. above. Yeah. Ooh, you love my. Oh, Oh. Talks oh. love.
1: It gets really uncomfortable, <laughs>
0: let's just say. But it's Tim Curry. So. I would love to <gasps> oh. see Tim Curry fight Captain Planet, that oh, character. I, oh, now. my oh
2: God. God. That I would be pay, a great yes. crossover. I would pay
0: money to see that.
2: <laughs> I forgot Christian Slater's in this movie, too. What? He's yeah. the little
1: human, right? No. He has to be. He's, oh, no. a, he's the. Is he the, the fairy rival for the yep, one gal the for Chris's affections or whatever? There's no chance in hell. <laughs>
2: And then, uh, actually, a uh, tone. And then, of course, Tone Loke, or Tony Loke, I think that's his name. Tony Loke. does the. Uh, there's a. He's the one that has this really deep voice. Uh, I think he he, he sings the song, song "Funky Cold Medina." <laughs> and is he the
1: is he the lizard?
2: He is the
3: lizard. Then
1: that weird moment that comes out of nowhere, yeah. the, moment, yep, the, bi- oh, the big, big lipped alligator moment, if you will.
2: The
3: big
1: lipped alligator. All right, sorry. We we've talked about this one for a uh, long time. I'm sorry.
0: No, it's you, you fine. you just
2: basically really. I just
0: her child. I had forgotten about. What exactly happened in Ferngully? Oh, there you go. Ferngully. Australia.
1: Yes.
0: (laughs) Uh, And then on TVD, uh, we have Ray Donovan, season two.
2: I was in that show. Sort of. You can't see me at all.
0: No? Uh, Why not? You played the invisible woman.
2: Yes. Uh, Actually, I did background work for the show, um, and... The part I was in was basically uh, I was among audience members watching a guy give a speech about um, uh, you can be the best you, you can be. And I th- there's another point where I'm actually at a um, buy- at a ticket booth buying tickets for the thing. But God, um, so the costuming for that show... <laughs> They take they took an hour dressing me. Wow, that's really unusual. There's no,
0: it's not a time period, right? It's like it's just no. like today. I know nothing about this well, show to be it, honest. I brought. I'm a terrible Jordan.
2: So as a back, <laughs> as a background, when you're a background actor, usually uh, you would bring um, your clothes with you, and then you would, um, and you say, "Oh, how does this look?" Usually, if they uh, usually they'll say, "Okay, that those clothes work." Go get dressed. Yeah. It takes like three minutes, or if they're very specific on something like. Um, there is, uh, I was on one show where they said, no, 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 we need you in a dining gown. They'll Mm. provide me with a dining gown. Mm. Done. Easy. Uh, this one, they just were like, let's try this on. No, it doesn't look good. Let's try this on. I'm like, you realize nobody's going to fucking see me. Weird. And eventually they put me in what looked like this awesome seventies outfit. (laughs) Oh, it's, it's not as great as this, um. So I was also in uh, I'm going to also be in the upcoming movie Entourage as one of the drunk oh boy. girls. Oh, yeah. And uh, they're supposed to be like a beach party scene. And I figured, OK, I got a swimsuit, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, no, no. They decided to put me in a green jumpsuit. I fucking kid you not. With like the sleeves ripped off, it looks like something Kaylee wore in Firefly.
3: OK. And then it's
2: unbuttoned. And you can see my uh, bikini underneath okay. with flip-flops. And they're like, perfect. I'm like, you're kidding me, right? Nobody would wear this to a pool party. No <laughs> one. And I wore it for three days straight.
0: Well, you know, Entourage is just based on truth. Like it's, <laughs> entra- everything in Entourage is real. Of course. Of course. Of well, course. Then-
2: we were totally right. provided. We, we were totally provided with alcohol and mm-hmm. Molly, and <laughs> for that, <Jeez. laughs> just kidding, just kidding.
1: So I guess what we can sum that up by saying, yeah, Ray Donovan season two. <laughs>
2: yep. By the way, I've never watched the show. <laughs>
0: Uh, all right then. So that's the new releases on DVD, Blu-ray, and TVD. Uh, if you want to check those out, go to your local video store. Uh, if you can't find one because they don't exist anymore, I guess uh, Amazon will do. <laughs> yeah, I know. All the local video stores packing it up. Support your local video store if you can find one. Yeah, like
1: literally, go there and give them all of your money. And if you can find one, to exist.
0: Uh, you know, email us nevpodcast at gmail yeah, dot we- tell
1: us where you found it. We want to know. You want to like keep the keep the proud tradition of going in and not having a plan for a movie and just being like I want to watch this tonight and
0: yeah, leaving or, or asking the uh you know the cashier, "Hey, what do you suggest?" Yeah. And then they look at you like you're crazy because <laughs> the internet exists.
1: Isn't it nice that we're a generation that can look back and say we had that? Yeah.
2: I'm very happy. I I mean, my childhood was surrounded by Blockbusters and going in and seeing when, "Ooh, what's this movie? Hmm, this looks interesting," and going to watch it. I, hey, I wouldn't have been able to see films like um uh, that Treasure island movie was zach uh Zachary Tide, Ty- Tyler what was that I don't know uh, that pirate we, movie we don't
0: have our resident expert on uh nineties uh, ABC TV show kids which <laughs>
1: pirate Wait, which pirate movie uh
2: it was uh this one movie called Treasure Island or uh where uh Zachary Ty, the kid from Home, not Home,
0: home Improvement. Kid, home Improvement. One of the Home Improvement kids. Yeah, oh. the
2: older Home Improvement kids. And basically, he uh, lives with a rich uh, stay, mom. He doesn't have a dad, and she's working on a time like, It's the whole God, plot of Treasure Island. You suck. Why can't you hang out with me, even though she's a working mother trying to take care of her kid, and he lives in a rich home with a Jamaican house. Uh, a Jamaican uh, maid? babysitter. Maid. It doesn't make it clear, but it's, it's really offensive. Let's just say. <laughs> okay. And then Fair you enough. get sucked into a book where um, there you go.
1: <laughs> where it's, this is why I love nineties movies so much. Oh my god, it's
2: fantastic.
0: Uh, all right, then. So, I'll have to watch it. <laughs> in just a moment, we'll be back with our review of Tomorrowland. G'day. I'm Kev McCauley.
2: And I'm Bev McCauley.
1: And we run the Dinner
0: Party Small Talk Comedy Podcast.
2: We got all kinds of comedy.
0: We got situational comedy.
2: We got observational comedy. We got improvisational comedy. But we don't have puns. No! If you want puns, then you can rack off. If you like puns, then you're an idiot. Wait, I like puns. Shut up! So listen in to our new episodes every fortnight. Kind of.
3: And if you don't like it, then you can get stuffed.
2: Dinner Party Small Talk! Where the big, big issues, issues take a back seat to, to
1: Dinner small Party talk. Small Talk!
2: Yep.
3: Newton?
2: Yeah. Okay. Got one money clip $47.32,
3: one Florida State driver's license, baseball cap. One
2: pin, one pack of Beeman's gum, and uh, whatever that is. That's not mine.
3: What's not yours?
2: The pin. I've never...
3: <laughs> what if there was a place A secret place where nothing was impossible. No way. A miraculous place where you could actually change the world.
0: Guys, here we go. Uh, we're we're riding on. It's a small world right now, and I'm gonna flash my pin at the sensor. And, okay. Uh, oh, what's happening? There's oh, a... it's
1: turning into Pirates of the Caribbean. How crazy! Oh, oh my god guys, this is turning into a creepy pasta. <laughs> it is <laughs> the secret hidden tunnel under <clears throat> It's a Small World.
2: What's this creepy elevator that I see?
0: Oh what? God, those see those boats in the distance? are full of corpses. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're going to review Tomorrowland, uh, and there will be some mild spoilers, because it is, uh, it's is—it's difficult to talk about the film as a whole without talking about what some of the things that are revealed at the end, or just throughout, so just be warned of that. Uh, and if you don't know, Tomorrowland is a film uh, directed by Brad Bird, starring uh, George Clooney, Britt uh, Robertson, Hugh Laurie, Raffi Cassidy, uh, and it's about the creation of a special place.
1: It's basically uh, Brad Bird's Bioshock.
0: Uh, Yeah, sure. I
2: disagree. I disagree.
1: After, oh, I mean, I'll get into that in a little bit. Why I still think that. Okay. Okay. So, Uh,
0: but yeah, where do we even begin with this film? That's hard. This is a very. uh, But I think, as a general, like overall note, I don't know if this is a complaint or if this is just like something. That is, a, it's not even really an issue. But there's something going on with, and and maybe it's J.J. J. Abrams' fault, where where films are all about the mystery to the point where when you get to the answer, it's kind of like, wow, we took all these steps to get here. Mm-hmm. But I enjoyed myself so much taking all these steps in this film that it was like, well. I didn't mind that ride. Like. Yeah. Exactly.
1: Well, I mean, yeah. that's that's how I felt too. I just I felt like in a, on a, in a weird way the film should have been longer because for a movie called Tomorrowland, we I didn't feel like we got a lot of tomorrowland. So, see, we got very little. Yeah. We got incredibly little Tomorrowland. I uh, see
2: I have a theory of how this movie could have been better. Uh, but I, I probably should explain at least give it an idea of what goes on in Yeah. This movie. Yeah. So,
0: so we don't want to um, we don't want to
2: talk
1: too much plot, too but like I mean, let's assume people listening to this, because we're now in the spoiler section, have seen the movie, maybe? Yeah.
2: So, but basically, um, a young kid from 1967 goes to the New York's World Fair.
1: Can I just say how much I loved that scene? That
2: was beautiful. Yeah, that was a World Fair. So, so, um, okay, so David and I were able to see the movie ahead of time. uh, Oh, yeah. Before anybody else did, because.
0: because you're special.
2: I'm special. Uh, <laughs> uh,
1: Kayla Kayla works at USC. Don't tell people that. No, I'm kidding.
2: Uh, <laughs> I also um, went to USC for film school. And uh, as an alumni, I still keep, ha- get emails and connections of, oh, what are some movies that we're going to show? And USC actually will show movies um, ahead before anyone else does, but usually about five days before time. Uh, that's how I was able to go see The Muppets, The um, that's how I was able to go see uh, Wreck-It Ralph. So when I saw Tomorrowland, I asked David, I'm like, you want to see this movie? And he's like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. It's free. And he's like, well, I can't argue with that.
1: Can't argue with free, although they did confiscate all of our phones.
2: Oh, they were so weirdly... Over- <laughs> that makes sense. Like, yeah. they, they were- it's not
1: weird. I get that they're, they're paranoid about piracy. They don't want anyone to see the movie before it comes out. Especially like, no, not no, illegally.
2: So. <laughs> I love the fact that when you get into the theater and it says, uh, <laughs> Oh, yeah, there
1: was a thing on screen. It said, like, Be sure to tell people you saw this movie, uh, Text people or tweet about it with hashtag Tomorrowland or something like that. And like, yeah, on the phones you just confiscated from us. <laughs> yep. Yep. But um, uh, so the, it,
2: it's one of my fun connections that I have um, mm. in terms of going to see stuff and mm. going to see free movies because I'm still trying to make money. <laughs> yeah. uh, but um, anyway, uh, Kid goes, um, it takes place in 1967. 64. 64. Uh, I am so sorry. Uh, and, oh, before going into the movie, uh, David says, they better play. There's a big, great, big, beautiful tomorrow or I'm going to be so Piss, and they did, and the ten minutes in nineteen sixty four. Kid has the bag-
1: he's got his kids off the bus with his backpack, and it's like da da, and I'm like
2: ah. <laughs> David's peeking out, I'm like, I he's love like, it. It's
1: Kayla, beautiful, Kayla. <laughs> so, what did it, you what did you think of that part, Andrew? No, I really like that. I the was, whole the I whole was,
0: World's Fair thing. Oh yeah, I really enjoyed that. It actually went uh like it it was it was in a weird way, like kind of meta with mixing the history with the, the made up story where it's kind of like the, the world's fair was, was like the Genesis of like several, you know, Disney projects. And so like, that's of course in a place, uh, in a weird way where they'd like this movie begins. Mm -hmm. Like, I, I enjoy that part.
1: Me too. I, I do too. I actually one thing I really like is it 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 calls back to a time and it, it, they they set this up well. Calls back to a time when people were really optimistic about the future. Mm-hmm. Like people were really positive. Like look at the, all these things we can do. Look at the future is going to be amazing. Mm-hmm. You know, unlike unlike now, which is a constant theme that's going through this movie about mm-hmm. optimism versus pessimism mm-hmm. about about mm-hmm. tomorrow, which I think is interesting. Yep.
2: Yeah. Uh, but
1: um, you were you were going to say about but basically.
2: The, um, mm-hmm kid uh, makes a jetpack and uh, uh, I probably should stop calling him kid he actually has a name Frank Walker uh, so, Frankie boy,
0: little George Clooney, little George, little Clooney. George Clooney, little with chubby cheek. I enjoy little, the little George Clooney. <laughs> I, I feel like it was a studio note where they started the movie with this, and then someone in the studio said, "Hey, wait a second, we haven't seen George Clooney yet. Where's George Clooney?" And they, so they. I had would to,
2: have liked the they, George Clooney reveal to be later. Yeah, they, yeah. Same, they, so someone same. was
0: like, "We have to bookend it with George Clooney," so they opened it with George Clooney, oh, and I'm God. like, because if you if you really look at the film. George Clooney doesn't actually come in until like halfway through. No, it's true. Because you get the little boy, and you don't see him grow up yet. You get the girl. You see all her stuff, and then George Clooney.
2: See what I would have liked, um, and uh, back to the theory.
0: Yeah.
2: Uh, so kid, anyway, kid uh, shows off his jetpack to Hugh Laurie, who you think has is, is, uh, is yeah, uh, yeah, has a American accent, but then it's like, oh no, he's a British. People. I'm like, are, are you gonna
1: be? Are you gonna be house? Are you are you gonna be house? Because you know, how, he, I, he, are you gonna set yourself up to be a dick? Because I mean, he's he's still kind of a dick in this movie. So. House is. I mean, he's still tec- a dick. He's technically the villain.
2: Yes, technically. Although I
1: could that. argue that for a villain, he has at least decent motivation for what he's doing.
2: No, the, there was a point where we're
1: like, oh god, he makes he makes a big speech at one that. point about. Why he's doing and what he sees in in humanity and about yeah. visions of the future. And but I mean, like,
0: he's also directing robots to blow people up. Like that was a that okay. was a thing that I take yeah. issue with in movies yeah. when it's like, oh, you're the bad guy, and not just because like you're you know what you're doing is wrong, but because you sent out robots to kill people. So yeah,
1: like, that's, that's really just creepy. Creepy. bad. <laughs> Specifically, I love the fact that the robots are called audio animatronics. <laughs> and that's again, that's, that's another weird like that's Disney fantastic. reference. Yeah, which is
0: insane. Like I love when they get like weird like with the meta references to things that are Disney. Disney things but belong in the weird way to Tomorrowland
1: yeah well yeah. this is well, why I love the fact that I love that that opening part of the movie so much with the World's Fair yeah because there's so much and I have a theory based on that that I want to go into in a little bit like some weird meta like even more meta that I <laughs> want to talk about but. so
2: um no my theory for how this movie could have been better is it should have been a flashback versus the present versus the past hmm. and what should have happened like
1: we should have jumped back and forth between uh our main character uh Casey her name is Casey. The- Yeah. Yeah. Casey
0: Newton. Uh, Casey, by the way, backwards, you know, Isaac backwards is Casey. Like, it was
1: so like, yeah,
0: I I was like Newton, Isaac Newton. Yeah. Isaac. Casey,
2: fuck. I was oh. like,
1: seriously, guys? Lays. Seriously. Come on. Anyway,
2: oh, that, yeah. Because I knew Newton was I knew, knew rep- that
1: Newton was, <laughs> Newton was pretty on the nose, but I didn't even make that connection. Oh, my
0: yeah, God. I mean, I was waiting for the credits to see that they spelled Casey like Isaac backwards, but they don't. But it's still like, you can it's, look it's at it. It's enough of a straight,
1: oh, well, it's like that whole thing with Frozen where you realize that there's Hans, Kristoff, Anna, and Sven, Hans, yeah. Christian, Andersen. Yeah, So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God.
0: <laughs> anyway, I'm sorry. I just blew your minds right now. No,
1: that's I. You blew. You, hopefully, you blew, blew the uh, the listeners' minds too with that fact. That's,
2: yeah, because <laughs> I knew there was a lot of things that were a bit too on the nose. Uh, like um, Frank Walker. I assume has to do with Frank Welker. No,
1: well, it's possible. Or the, the fact that his name is 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 uh, Doug Franklin Walker. Like that's his full name. <laughs> Immediately, we
0: were joke making. Well, was that jokes his first about. name? His first name was Doug. That's right. Doug. It was Francis. It wasn't even Doug Frank. Francis, Fran- Doug Francis, Francis Walker. Walker. Yeah. And he goes by Frank D.F. Walker. No. T-
1: no, we we were, we were joking that he's he's his if you just took his first Walt, and last name he'd be Doug wait, Walker. what's
0: Walt Disney's middle name? Uh, do you remember Elias? Right? Okay, then no, that's not has nothing to do with that. Cuz because uh, WFD, but no, that doesn't work.
3: No. Nah. Nah. Anyway,
1: okay. Well, no, I was, no we, 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 the connection we made is there. We we thought, oh, here's a here's an homage to internet critic Doug Walker, <laughs> aka the Nostalgia Critic. <laughs> oh, okay. So, <laughs> Doug Weird.
2: Walker. Uh, but like Athena. Oh, ha ha. The goddess of wisdom. Yeah. I get it. Or <laughs> get it, guys. Get it. Do you get it? <laughs>
0: Oh, but the names didn't bother me that much. No,
2: not, yes, not me you neither. Know. Um, Even
0: though I was like, oh, Casey Isaac got well,
2: it. Well, coming this. into this movie, I was like, I was expecting Disney cheesiness. So I'm like, it I was okay
0: with that.
1: I was like, I actually, like, here's the, uh, I came into the movie with, like, not high expectations. Mm. I came in kind of middle of and I, I ended up really enjoying the movie. Mm. And, but then as I thought about it, I was like, I have a lot of questions I want to ask here. <laughs>
2: Um, but yeah, I think the idea is should, it should switch between the past and the present, like Casey's adventures, while also going back to Young Frank and Athena. Yeah going through this i would have loved to i want to see...
0: see more of tomorrowland yeah I, I, I was yeah i was especially troubled by the fact that we don't really understand why frank was kicked out of tomorrowland why yeah. athena was kicked out of tomorrowland to the downfall how... of tomorrowland there was... and, yeah, and
2: i want because... to see hugh laurie why did he become this way because i like when he explains it what it's was like, the moment yeah exactly. we, we
0: never got the moment we were told something happened we were shown what everyone saw but there was no like moment which i think like uh, just from an acting point of view, I would love to have seen everyone do that scene where there's that moment where they go, oh, this is bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, everything's bad
2: the, now. This could have been better writing, but yeah. it was still one hell of a ride.
1: Oh, exactly. I was gonna say, they could have set up the, I got confused because I was like, wait, so he got, the way I understand it, and let me make sure I'm
0: clear with you guys, He
1: uh, Frank gets kicked out of Tomorrowland for building a device that essentially predicts the end of the world. Yeah. And I, mean, I mean,
0: not just. I think it's beyond. It's somewhere beyond that where he in, he invents that device. He sticks around for a while, but he his ideas for what to use the device for run opposite of Nick's ideas. Okay, enough so that Nick says, "You're a threat to me. Get out," because he wants
1: to he wants to warn people. Well, no, no. Nick's, Nick says in his big monologue at the end, which is the place where I kind of understand. It's like we're trying to show them this so to scare them out of the fact that they need to change their ways. Yeah, and they don't. Instead, they like. Oh, okay, well, if that's the inevitable, then we're just going to run toward the apocalypse.
0: Yeah, it's it's kind of weird, because early in the film, the, the camera lingers several times on a poster for a, a completely fake film called, like, Talk... Toxapocalypse toxicop- Tox or something Tox apocalypse. and I yeah. was like that's weird and then, but then it makes sense at the end because they're trying to point out how like we're obsessed with kept, death I kept and destruction. I thinking we were, there was I mean, just be a payoff at...
1: we see that billboard like <clears throat> twice in the movie and I yeah. kept thinking there was going to be a payoff where we're going to see Toxapocalypse apocalypse. No, the, the
0: payoff was that it's what Hugh Laurie said is true. Like, right. That's the payoff. But it,
1: it, it, they should have hit that beat three times. Exactly. We saw it yeah, twice. They, they Rule
0: of three. Mm-hmm. Come on guys. They did not. No. Uh But yeah, where 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 were we? Hold on. I don't know. Uh, I mean, mean, there's so much going on. We're all
1: over the place. This is going to be the length of the podcast here because there's a lot to say about this. One of the
2: things I was confused by was what was up with Casey trying to fuck up with NASA.
0: Well, I know I I, I got that part. She's she's the one who wants to go to space. She's the one who sees optimism in the space program. And her dad worked for NASA. Her dad's a NASA engineer, so it's in her best interest, both in the sense that she wants to follow in his footsteps and work for NASA I, and the sense that he can continue working so, for NASA so as long as that doing? platform is there. They're going to dismantle that platform. <gasps> okay. And it's she's an, stopping I, the machines that will dismantle yeah. it. Okay, it's so... A, it's a bigger it's a bigger symbol,
1: too, because, you know, it's, it's actually kind of topical at the same time because it's not... It wasn't that long ago that NASA was like, oh, the space program isn't really doing much, so, mm-hmm. you know, they kind of got apathetic about it. Mm-hmm. So... Um, You know, they're taking the platform down, showing its use. But there used to be a time, again, calling back to earlier in the movie when man was really, you know, mankind was really optimistic about the idea of going to space. Everybody wanted to go to space. And that was huge. And that latched into the imaginations of tons of people, Casey included. So this is like a symbol of what she wants also being torn down.
2: Which is interesting because recently, um, I mean, in California, we had the space explorer um, uh, dragged through all of L.A. Oh, as yeah. a way to show hope for people who want to go to space and encourage people to go to space, and it's now at the California Science Center.
1: Yeah, they flew the they flew the space shuttle around. You know, they did that thing where it was piggybacking the back yeah, of that yeah. huge airplane, and it actually flew over where I live, and mm-hmm. so I was standing on the beach with a bunch of people watching it fly over, and it was really
0: cool. That's cool, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... <clears throat> All right, so we were talking a little bit about uh, Hugh Laurie's character, his motivations. Mm-hmm.
1: Right, Governor I, Nix.
0: Yes, I caught some weird there were some weird references that made me ask this question. Where's Nix from? That's a good question. I don't think he's from Earth. That's and a he's weird not thing. from Tomorrowland.
2: Now that's a good question. Where are these people from?
0: Well I think Nyx I don't know where he's from, but he came to Earth somehow and he found Tomorrowland and he's recruiting people to bring to Tomorrowland. But where is he from? Because he's I what if the what way if- that he speaks uh, in his in his final monologue makes it sound like he is not from earth like he is not one of us but well, he's a robot
2: he, right i mean he, he is not a no, robot not.
0: he makes reference makes to the fact even... that he drinks a health shake that makes him live forever
1: yeah he's like he talks about drinking his shake in the morning remember he made yeah he made that he's super
0: not a robot yeah
1: yeah what i what i thought i have a, i had a thought about that yes. i think he might be a tomorrowland native like tomorrowland has know. been around since um at, at, at well, least since it's at been least been developed. Whatever, yeah. No no but even before that because uh, Tesla and Oh that's true. They that found was... it. They discovered tomorrow. Right.
0: They did discover tomorrow. And
1: they, they went there hmm. and then they well, they were gonna go there. There was some there's some there was a lot of exposition dumping yeah. that I would like to kinda get back into my head again because it's really interesting like world building, but yeah, it, it was kind of Jules Vern, show me
0: Tesla, Edison a- and, 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 and uh, Eiffel.
1: Eiffel. Yeah. yeah. And the Eiffel Tower ended up being a, a rocket launch platform thing. That was with a Tesla powered rocket. Kind
0: of insane. I I, I was kind of like as much as I enjoy looking at this, I'm like this is impossible yep. like this.
1: No, well, no. I actually really liked how
0: super impossible.
1: I actually really liked how when the rocket takes off, everybody in Paris just pulls out their iPhones. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what but um the fuck? But 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 um and I, I was just leaning over, like they talk about how Tesla, Tesla, and Edison were like. He starts to go into how they just didn't like each other yeah. much. And then I leaned over when the rocket was taking, you know, pulling, you know, taking off, and it's like this crazy Tesla coil powered rocket. Mm-hmm. I leaned over to, uh, fr- uh, I leaned, over, was it you? No, you uh, no, it was it was Ben.
2: Ben le- actually said this to you.
1: No, I, I leaned over to Ben. Oh, you told this. I said to- I leaned over to Ben and I say, "Do you think Tesla is compensating for something? <laughs> I mean, I know the guy was celibate, but like." <laughs> But like, you know, he's like, 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 check this out, Edison. What up? You know, (laughs) made this rocket. (laughs) I'm going to Tomorrowland. What are you doing? You're just turning on the electric light. Um, But yeah, let's go back to Nix, though. I think he's a I think he's a native of Tomorrowland, Mm -hmm. which explains his kind of lack of sympathy for Earth. I guess that's people are born. I mean, there's a whole population living in Tomorrowland. Mm -hmm. So and people had to have founded it and started families there and had yeah. time to build up this infrastructure but, okay, okay. parallel to Earth's timeline. So uh, so Tomorrowland's not really in the future, it, it's just a parallel. Didn't world. they say
2: cuz even George Clooney explains it's in the it's in another dimension.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's not really in the future, it's just in another dimension, which is why it's like a pocket this, dimension. It's a yeah. pocket, pocket dimension, dimension. where Unmitigated by politics or money or anything, scientists can yeah. be like, "We're just going to go," and maybe, or maybe they have the capacity in that world because there's untapped resources to do it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's just my thing. I think I think Nix' is, fr- is 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 was born and raised entirely in Tomorrowland. Okay, I
2: think there's a lot of great ideas behind this movie, and it's a lot of fun to watch. But it wasn't <laughs> really as well executed. The, the world
1: building he, is cool.
0: I would like to. to
1: I could see people telling their own stories in a Tomorrowland setting.
0: Mm-hmm. I, yeah, it's, I mean, I think that just goes back to the whole, like, there's a narrative issue with this film. Yeah, Where that's that's my big the mystery, issue. The mystery is the big reveal, and we take a long time to get there, and it's and as fun as that is to get there, mm-hmm. if, if they just gave us more earlier, they could have told more of the story. I,
1: wanted to, just... I wanted to see a proper tour of Tomorrowland. I mm-hmm. wanted Athena to walk around with Casey and be like, here's this, this is what this does, here's this, this is what this does, yeah. you know? Or it just Instead of just like that a- little snippet where we see like people diving through like pools, that well, yeah, the was ad so of the, cool. the ad of the future. Yeah, well that, well, that was actually I actually thought that was really clever too. That that whole thing was just like a, a glorified advertisement yeah. for the future because that also felt very retro. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. think think of it felt like Tomorrowland. W- it what does. is Tomorrowland? A showcase of things in the future. Welcome to Monsanto's plastics home <laughs> of the future. <laughs> Pretty much hardly an organic material to be found within. <laughs> Can we,
2: oh actually one of my favorite scenes uh has to be in the blast from the past comic book story.
0: oh yeah yeah that was that was that scene was insane like i uh, the fact that um like uh what's his name the Keegan- Keegan- michael Keegan- key. key is in this film and I didn't Just know like, until whoa. that scene happened I was like. Hello, this is amazing. Like this, this is really funny. And, and then it. all the references, there was incredible stuff everywhere. There, there was uh, the Iron, Iron giant, giant. stuff yeah. everywhere. Yep. Star was like, Wars stuff everywhere. If you
1: didn't know Disney owned Star Wars, you know now. <laughs> yeah. It's everywhere. Disney's
2: <laughs> yeah. like, okay, what do we own? What has Brad Bird done? Everybody put in this blast from do, the past shop now.
1: Do they own Lost in Space? Because I saw I saw the robot from Lost in Space. I, have no idea. I don't know. And I saw the robot from um oh gosh, what's the movie? We I don't know. Uh, it's a, oh, a classic oh, oh. sci-fi, classic robot. We've seen I posters know. for it at Dan's place. Is it I what's know his
0: name? Rob- Robbie the robot? Not,
1: yeah, Robbie the robot from from
0: lost in space no but what's I the of- I'm thinking of the other one no no,
2: uh, Forbidden, no yeah, Forbidden Forbidden Planet, Planet. Forbidden but Planet what's
0: the name of that because that robot actually is is he I think he has his own IMDB page like he is in other <laughs> films as the robot like whatever his robot name is that's funny uh, yeah it's you insane know,
2: you know what I'm disappointed in that they couldn't use they didn't put the uh, robot from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy
1: oh
0: in, Marvin
2: well because they, Disney made the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy movie and
0: did they? Yeah. it was, that was them? Was it through some sub company or whatever, like Miramax or something?
2: Uh, no, it was actually straight. It's just
0: straight Disney. Oh. Straight Disney. Oh. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. So,
2: and they actually had, uh, if you watched *A Charge of the Died to the Galaxy*, they actually put in the robot from the original miniseries. Weird. So it's yeah. like I'm surprised they didn't put that in. By the way, I'm saying this because it's towel day today. So
0: <laughs> oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah. Happy towel day, everybody! Happy towel day, everyone! Uh, but back to the movie. Back, back to, to the movie, movie. sorry. <laughs> back sorry. To the movie. It's, okay. it's okay, it's okay. So yeah, you were talking about the comic shop. Oh and... uh, yeah, so that scene is like uh, really nuts because up to that point, we don't actually really know what the pin is about. We don't know who these people are and how they know about the pin. And then when we get the reveal that they're robots and they're they're trying to kill Casey because they're trying to find the little girl. And it's like, why are they trying to find the little girl? Like there's all these mysteries piling on top of each yeah, other.
1: Yeah, the, the conclusion to some of those mysteries still leaves you going...
0: What? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yep. why? The, then you're still why, asking, why are they trying to kill Casey or the little girl? And, and and
1: why does why does Governor Nix when they show up? He's just like, oh, hello. Like, weren't you sending robot minions to kill these people? Yeah. weren't you killing like hundred? Like, you're killing at like least a dozen people. people. Yeah, like all those police officers and that one poor guy on the Eiffel Tower. Yep. Jeez. It's
2: sad to say, I laughed the hardest when uh, the robot girl and we we've already established she's a robot gets hit by a car. <laughs>
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. So so that scene where where she gets out of the car and just gets mowed down by some guy in a truck. It's just yep. like
2: one of those, holy shit, but it's already oh, we, been confirmed
1: she's a robot. Or... I be we, we, oh, yeah, we knew that, but it, I would feel so bad. I felt so bad for that guy. He says, I just killed a kid. Yep. <laughs> oh. And then, of course, his truck gets stolen. I just killed a kid and my truck got stolen. Oh, I almost killed a kid. A truck got swallowed, but now the kid is super speed. That's Sonic the Hedgehog. What is even going on here?
2: I feel bad for that guy. Yeah, that guy had a messed up too. He's yeah. the real victim of this movie.
0: Uh, uh but you know what was a cool moment in at the end of that uh that fight scene at the comic shop with was the, a time, the time bomb or whatever that yeah. she called it? That was actually really cool. That was a literal cool.
1: time bomb. I love that was actually really clever. Yeah, that was really neat. There's some neat technology
0: they yeah, delve I think into. They sh- they showed off a lot of technology, but not not to the point where where I was satisfied with with its use in Tomorrowland, yeah, like it just kind of like was peppered around the real world. Like they went later on, they go to a teleportation device, which is... like I like the way that that worked, yeah. But it was kind of like, well, wait, did they invent this in Tomorrowland and then bring it to Earth and no one updated it and why? Like, why is it on Earth? Well, Who used it here? Like there was well, is it and set? it was
1: supposed to give like the impression that we were all building up to. Um you know, the, the big reveal about the... You know, Casey makes that brain... Has that Jimmy Neutron brain <laughs> blast moment where she's like, satellite signals! Ah!
0: <laughs>
1: they, I knew that was
0: coming, too. It was so yeah, weird because, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, it was at the point where it was like, what's what's happening in this film? What's gonna happen next? The, something that they said earlier must have connected to what is going on now. And, of course, it was, like, satellites, yeah. whatever.
1: Yeah. Well, you, were gonna, you were gonna say...
2: I was gonna say... um. I lost my train of thought. Okay. Never mind. We're talking it comes
1: about It back to you. I mean, yeah. no, I don't, I don't know. know. Sorry. It, about it, that. it
2: is a lot of, but the thing is, um, it's a lot of it is spoken. I think that's their issue. They keep speaking it. Exp- it's a lot of exposition vomit. Mm-hmm. And it's like, come on. If you showed it, it would be more amazing. Is, I mean, usually I don't ask for more, um, uh, computer graphics but in this case i want more tomorrow i really wanted to see tomorrow i want more of scene i wanted them to actually go
1: to space mountain because
0: you see space mountain in the movie
2: i didn't need it i no i wanted
0: them
1: to go to space
0: mountain no it was i didn't even realize that it's there now i want it uh you brought up computer graphics i i found some of the graphics in the beginning of the film to actually be disappointing yeah i i don't know why like they just looked Wrong. The, the or big, off. the big robots, the big like weird looking robots. Well, when he was riding his jetpack around, when the little ki- little Frank was riding his jetpack around Tomorrowland, some of that I thought looked bad well, and I was I was it, it, I was thinking like maybe it's just maybe it's just right now later on it'll look better and I later on it did look better but yeah that that opening like that he was writing that jetpack humans I was are very impressed. tough
2: to do in terms oh of I know graphics.
0: I, and I was like why are they doing this so what
2: they should have done <laughs> flagrantly. honestly what they should have done and they do this later on and actually that's a smart thing to do they need to do it more long distance yeah. so you don't notice it mm-hmm. when it's up close you're like okay this is a bit too ragdoll effect That's one of the reasons like Tron legacy is kind of creepy when you see, uh, young Jeff Bridges, because I, but
0: I love *Tron Legacy*.
2: I do. No, I love *Tron Legacy* too. Don't get me wrong, but it is kind of creepy looking at young Jeff Bridges because it's not.
0: <laughs> it just makes me think, wow, they they invented a scary time machine.
2: Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, the idea behind it is like a, um, it is the uncanny valley that yeah. um, uh, it it's so realistic mm. that it doesn't feel right. And then with this case, with the jetpack, it was so close to the screen. Yeah that you notice and it's like it's kind of creepy you know it's a computer it graphic and it looks wrong yeah but it, later on like in when you see uh um george clee like tripping over the jet pack in the back you know it's a computer graphic but it doesn't bother you yeah. as much because it's so far away and that's mm-hmm. what they should have done just watch him farther away like maybe starting from here and just see him zoom off and it fucks up and then it's a good and it could have been shorter and you could have gotten a good laugh out of it just
0: yeah like, yeah uh, yeah, if Jordan was here, he would have a lot to say about CGI. He's always, he's Mr. CGI.
1: No, I, I, understand where, I understand where Jordan, did, I, I, I feel mm. the same way a lot of the time. I could, I was a little more forgiving of it because again, it's kind of, but some parts of it, like, uh, you know, parts that worked, like the whole Tomorrowland advertisement was yes. like one that shot. That looked really that great. That gorgeous. Yeah. That's one of oh the best parts God. of the movie right and there. You, and
0: you know, like 90% of that was... CGI I know, and right. like, but it looked is, great
2: this is one of the weird moments because um, I, I, I've told David this theory that I, I don't like using CGI animals and I'd rather just use um, muppet animals or puppet animals because they look so much better and you believe it's there it's same actually with there yeah same with like aliens or creatures uh, um um and that's one of the things that, bo- one of the things that bothered me about uh, *Phantom Menace*.
3: Oh boy! That's, oh gosh! No,
2: but, but, but here's the <laughs> here's one thing. I the one thing I did love about *Phantom Menace* is the the style of the city. The CGI of the city is gorgeous, um, especially um, Naboo. Mm-hmm. But, and that's what I think Brad Bird took from this. Is like we're not going to CGI any of the animals or creatures or bullshit like that. But we're going to m- keep the CGI in the city and it's gorgeous. You you feel like you're there. You want to go.
1: I want to go to Space Mountain.
2: I want to go to Tomorrowland.
1: I want to know why Space Mountain wasn't their spaceport. They had a spaceport and it wasn't Space Mountain. All right. (laughs) Come on. Do your homework. (laughs) (coughs) Uh,
0: Um... But yeah, so the, the mysteries and then the solving of yeah the the mysteries. the mysteries.
1: There was just there we 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 touched on that yeah. a lot. Yeah. So I don't know if there's much uh, more to be. But said. But I do I do want to talk I, can about. I, can, I have one I have one question. Oh, yes. see, see. Um, the fact that Casey is like a blip in the probability. Yeah, that got brought up, and then it didn't. Still, didn't really feel like a, that paid off super well. No,
0: it made it made sense to it me. It made
1: sense, but like.
0: The there payoff is whole, was that by that, her, they're, they're, her getting involved in Tomorrowland, she saved the world.
1: I mean, I, I get I get that much, but the thing is that what what people are seeing is a is a they're they're getting signal. Okay, I was this was confusing. They're getting signals from a possible future. Yeah, it's not the only future.
0: No. But that's what when they built it. That's what Nick's believed was the it was the only future.
1: Right. As did uh, as did George Clooney. Yeah, yeah. yeah. As did Frank Walker. But then Casey's like
0: Casey brings up the fact when she comes into the room and she says, "I hope," and then like the thing goes beep.
1: It's yeah, like, that was she goes, "Oh my gosh, it's possible." Yeah. So that being said, how do you guys feel about the image of Like the fact the movie really hedges on the idea, like oh dreamers and and hopeful people, and like it's a very you know the uh, the <laughs> the. Feeding the right wolf, that whole
0: well, when (laughs) Tim McGraw tells you to feed the right wolf,
1: (laughs) do what he says.
0: I think you, I think I was like, Tim McGraw, (laughs) (laughs) we're letting him in movies now. What is happening?
2: Oh, no, he's been letting him to movies for a while. This is, I know.
0: I looked at his IMDb page and I said, Why? What? Why?
2: (laughs) Don't don't worry, it's mostly Lifetime. (laughs) I,
0: yeah, it was Lifetime and Friday Night Lights. I was like, (laughs) Well, I guess. It, is he a NASA engineer now? I, I mean, I believed it, so <laughs> it, something happened. He wasn't that terrible a dad. But that's
2: because no, he, he was only in a small bit of it.
0: So. <laughs> uh, I mean, and also, like, he worked as a dad. Like, I was yeah. just like, yeah, this is the dad character. We I needed accepted. a dad. I no.
1: like the little brother, actually, too. He's
0: the kid from Looper.
1: Is what? he?
0: Yes, that's the kid from Looper. I'm I'm not crazy. Don't look <laughs> at me like I'm right. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's no, like, looking at me like... This is impossible. No,
2: it's not. No, it's not. Uh,
0: Nothing is impossible. This movie proved it. (laughs) Yeah, and that I was like, wow, the kid from Looper, like he's he's a good actor. Um,
1: Uh, Oh yeah, you you had a point you were gonna make though uh, about about uh, robots. So let's let's talk robots. We'll we'll get to dreams and hopes and stuff at the end.
0: uh, Sure, Athena is a robot. And, uh, part of like the finishing of her plot is that, uh, somehow, and I'm going to make, you know, I'm going to try and make this sound as less, as little, as not creepy as possible because it, it, the film somehow manages to make it not creepy where the little girl robot falls in love with the little boy. And then he grows up to be, you know, George Clooney. And then as she dies, she's like, she has playback of of her thoughts, like where she's like, I am a robot and I am feeling feelings. And this is weird. (laughs) Like, I mean, that's like, uh, that's crazy, right? Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, it is a little bit.
0: But it's—I've uh, actually got. Uh, it it's been happening a lot in films now recently. It's true.
1: I, I, I mean, have the whole
0: list here. We got Chappie. Oh. If you guys didn't see Chappie, that's about a, a robot obtaining consciousness.
2: AKA Johnny
0: Ch- Five is alive. Yeah,
2: I was gonna say that. Okay, Chappie bothers me. I saw the trailer for that, and I'm have like, you not seen the film. I've heard it's shit. Like, I like it. Oh, good for you. I think, I've heard it's shit. Well, you should <laughs> see. I
0: think you should actually see it. I think.
2: But the idea behind it, I'm like, they're making it like, oh my god. Robots can have feelings? What the fuck, man! I'm like, God, people, this idea already came up in the 80s and the 70s. Have you not read an Isaac Asimov book? Fuck's sake!
0: But it's, that's it's, what it's, I it's I Hugh robots Jackman said. who says robots can't have feelings, so that's different. And <laughs> Hugh
1: Jackman,
0: <laughs> uh, but then read uh,
2: I Robot, peoples. Read a fucking book although yeah go watch that movies. theme
1: is gonna that theme is gonna come up or or, or watch short circuit i mean it's the same short it's circuit sh- is short same... circuit and chappy are essentially well, i can't wait for
0: chappy two where he becomes a citizen uh, Oh
1: god and anyway he... W- will he meet los
0: los locos los locos
2: and he goes to new york and no,
0: uh, no, no. uh then ex machina uh i'm you know mm-hmm. i'm probably the only I've one, one that seen that film. that's a that's a really good film and it's a, it's essentially uh about can a robot have feelings and then teaching a robot do, to love.
2: Do uh, robots dream of electric sheep? Oh, another idea. I never asked them what they dream. <laughs> and again, another movie. Another movie that already presents that idea. Blade Runner. Hello.
0: Sure. And then uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, which it's not really about the uh, a robot feeling, but it's about a, a robot kind of having its own consciousness and mm-hmm. you it's know, about a robot deciding a Kind rampage.
1: of what's best, and what's best is God. I've been on the internet. Humanity sucks. I think I'll get rid of it.
0: Yeah, I mean, and then like, just
2: James Spader talking because when James Spader talks, it's awesome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but
0: as you were saying, like, of course, uh, Short Circuit introduced this idea not too long ago, and then there was. Um,
2: well, it didn't introduce the idea. Well, no,
0: it didn't. But... introduce... But like, uh, it, there was also uh, more recently, like, her was a film about her. You yeah. know, uh, c- consciousness. That was, yeah. That, that
1: looked interesting. That
2: was, I saw that. It was. In, it was <clears throat> a good movie.
0: I don't. I don't know. Should I just?
1: Um, should I just shut it down, Andrew?
0: Is it? You're, David is on a laptop, and I'm I on a laptop it's dying.
1: It's 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 at twelve percent battery.
0: We'll just go till it dies. It's, it'll be fine.
1: Oh, fair enough. If you're <laughs> if you're okay with it, it's not my laptop. No, that's fine. What <laughs> uh, you were saying, yeah. So, <clears throat> so yeah,
0: so it's just like uh, this is another uh, another uh, touching on like
1: uh, can, can a
0: robot have feelings, which I, I I don't them know if well it was enough. I don't know if it was necessary. I, don't know. I
2: It was really unnecessary. Especially
0: since we didn't get, as we were talking about earlier, the lead up. We didn't really no. see the relationship build between Athena and the young right. friend. Again,
2: this is why I think that, like a switchback between the two would have made first exactly. her death feel more legitimate yeah. and him crying over her death feel more legitimate. Yeah.
1: To be fair, I think some of the best uh, character interactions in the movie are actually between Athena and Casey. Yeah, Those are fun.
0: Yeah, which is that's my third point uh, on my list here is that this is, uh, another in a, in a, I hope to be a long line of, of female led films that do very well in the box office. Just last week we had pitch perfect Two, which was, uh, pretty much exclusively women in the cast and also Mm -hmm. Keegan Michael Key, which is very strange. (laughs) He just keeps showing up in these films. Uh, and you know, I'm
2: glad I've met the man. He's, extremely nice
1: yeah. and very polite yeah he is oh man
0: uh, but these the i mean there's been a long history of like hollywood executives and and CEOs of these companies saying like oh you can't have a movie with women The no one will go see it and it's like it, this is they're, changing. They're wrong. Yeah. No,
2: no, I agree. And this is slowly changing. Mm. It, but again, it's it, it's still the idea. It's slowly changing. Same with like um, racism in films. It's mm. still slowly changing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Just
0: because Twelve Years a Slave won Best Picture doesn't mean that racism is dead in Hollywood.
2: Exactly. Oh God. Like yeah. guys,
0: come on. <laughs> Crime and
2: uh, even <clears throat> as a woman, woman in Hollywood, it's it's difficult because mm. um, have you have you noticed like uh if i if i recall a woman director has not yet won a um an academy award and well, there's like oh uh, this well uh,
1: for, for you mean for best director because i yeah. know like the hurt locker the hurt had locker
2: win- won the best
1: one best picture one best, oh, she, picture. Didn't win best she didn't win best oh, okay. director
2: yeah okay. um so, yeah and she was like only the second i think woman yeah. director to ever be nominated. Probably, yeah. I mean this is crazy.
0: <clears throat> it's it's bad. Uh, but I I hope with films, you know, I hope uh, 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 huh? uh, yeah. with films like this and like Pitch Perfect 2 and other and others that are coming out that that uh I mean I guess studios marketers I don't know who's who's the one who's saying no but I hope they'll they'll see like we can you know good stories can be told that feature women that aren't just like romantic comedies no like,
2: exactly And th-
0: th- it, th- mm-hmm. this is about a a strong independent like very smart girl who wants to do something with her life that doesn't involve getting married or you know yeah. s- something dumb. she, is, the she has
1: very thing, very definite goals.
2: actually yeah. come to think about it um there's a theory, like if there's a if there's two women in the film, it's going they're gonna talk about boys. Well, are you talking about the test?
0: We're talking test? about the
1: Beck Delta,
2: yeah. the Beck Delta. The Beck yeah.
0: test is uh, there's three parts happen. to it. There has to be two women uh, that are. That have names, they're like named roles. Yeah, they speak to each other, and that conversation is not about men. and, I, it and this, the they, this passed it, of course. Yeah,
2: it passed it with flying colors.
1: Yes, I think
2: oh it's. I think God. it's. I
0: think the Bechdel test is important to keep
1: in mind. I don't know if it should be. I no, have this it's, personal it, thing about it being the ben, like the benchmark of what makes a movie progressive. I don't and know. I'm like because because no. you well, look the, at you look at a movie like say Pacific Rim, uh-huh. and well, I mean. Critic- comments and criticism about the movie aside no one's gonna say oh this movie is you know anti-female when you got an amazing character like Mako Mori yeah uh, but so, the,
0: the I mean um, the Bechdel test was actually like a joke in a comic strip from, yeah uh, from a woman uh, who was just making a comment on the fact that you know look at all these films that don't have any women that speak to each other like no, how I insane know. is that so she didn't even mean it as like a real test but it has become that because it it just shows how simple it is that Films don't even do that. Mm-hmm. And that seems like something that's so incredibly simple, right? But they they can't.
1: So again, I, people <coughs> people hold it to a really high standard. And think I yeah. think it's a nice thing to keep in mind. Yes, that's yes, the main yes. thing. You, it's it's such an easy. It's like you say, it's such an easy thing to pass. And but
0: but so many films don't. So
1: many films don't. Yeah. So it's nice that, I mean, Oddly that's one enough, nice thing about Tomorrowland.
0: Uh, what was the, Transformers Age of Extinction passes the Bechdel test. Oh, really? And, and uh, in my mind, I think Michael, Day, Michael Bay did that on purpose just to show how easy it is to pass it and still have a completely misogynist uh, film. Oh my God. <laughs> because uh, th- th- I, when it happened in the theater, I was sitting there going, wait, these two women are speaking to you. And it's not about a man. Like what just <laughs> happened? Yeah. Was it about a robot? No, it was about a bomb. Um, one of a them said, "Masculine they bomb. Said, this bomb's gonna blow off. There's a bomb here. That was it. They did it."
2: Well, the one thing that uh, actually with this one, what was very interesting is because like every adventure should have a romance to keep the thing going, or blah blah blah. Or we're gonna do it to keep <laughs> the women's interests And really, I mean, despite the, there's only hinting at when they were younger that mm. he fell in love with her, but this isn't for sure. It's more like he became friends with her with her. And she basically lied to him. And it, let's face it, if if David admitted to me like, Oh, by the way, I'm a robot, I'd be fucking pissed. Like you, you waited
0: a year. Well, I'd be amazed. I was,
1: well. Uh, well you now you guys this. have put now you guys have put me on the spot.
2: Like you wait wait, we how long have we been dating and you waited to tell me this now?
1: But Look, when we- it becomes really obvious, I'll tell you,
0: okay? <laughs> but Benson and I recently had a conversation where uh he had mentioned how he hates in, in movies. Uh, it's so unrealistic that uh, when a main character has a superpower and they tell their best friend, like, oh, by the way, I have this superpower, and the best friend gets really mad, he's like, that's I would not be mad. No. He like, was like, like, I wouldn't be mad if you told me that you you could fly or whatever. I'd be excited. And I'd be like, yeah, that's true.
1: I would just be kind of mad. The only thing I was like, I'm not mad that you have powers, but why didn't you tell me sooner, dude? Like, I'm not that mad. I'm just like, okay, why? But, Give me okay. an answer.
2: In my opinion, uh, it's the... It's the idea like um, waiting to tell someone or basically keeping like lying to them for so long. Yeah. But then it, there is that initial reaction like, oh my God, how you waited this long to tell me. And then, but I, I think there's a point that once passed that, you realize, okay, I can understand why you didn't tell me. Mm-hmm. Like there should be a matter of understanding. I can then with the initial reaction, it should be. But yeah. I do agree. If someone tells them earlier on, like I've seen that, it's like, oh my God, how could you... <laughs> it's like that's
0: so well and even like uh, there's I think there's a line in the film where Frank is like I knew you were a robot like he tells her and it's kind of like well then what like it's weird that he would be mad but yeah,
1: uh, yeah. you know you know what I really like though was the part at the end where it's supposed to be really dramatic he's got the jet pack he's got Athena, who apparently all she has a, a bomb, a self-destruct device. That's, yeah, yeah. A, all never the animatronics up, by do. The way, no, no, no. It all came the up. robots
0: have a self-destruct. Device. It
1: came up because remember it, it happened in the uh, it happened in the comic shop.
0: Yeah,
2: that's right. With Keegan Michael Key and Keegan Michael
1: Key and his his quote unquote wife yeah. exploded and blew up the comic shop. So they established that it was established.
2: Okay,
3: never but mind it was they're right.
1: it was funny though because like the the best one of the be- biggest laughs that came in the movie was during this dramatic moment when she says do you know why I never laughed, to George Clooney? And he's like, why? He's like, because you're not funny. And everybody just died. It was amazing. Yep.
0: That was a good line. Um,
1: speaking, um, actually, I, I, uh, before we, I mean, if you have another point, I want to I know, but I wanted
0: to <clears throat> go I've into... covered all my points. All right.
1: I want to go into real quick because, um, I mean, Jordan couldn't be here, but he had a little list of things. And I was going to actually bring up some of this too. Um, so... Again, I brought up the Hopi, the Hopi changey thing. Yeah, if the you
0: believe change. it, you can do it.
1: If you believe it, you can do it. So there's this really interesting theme about sort of apathy and negative reinforcement in the movie too. Mm-hmm. Like the counterpoint to that, which is kind of what he, Hugh Laurie's character represents in a weird way, because he's trying to use negative reinforcement in order to, in a way, use scare tactics. Yeah, just to, to change the world, mm-hmm. and it has the exact opposite effect. And yet he keeps it there, and. I'm trying to understand, was that, did he keep it there just kind of out of spite? Like, oh, if they're going to kill themselves, then I guess they're going to do it. We're going to be okay here. But I got the impression, because, you know, when they first touched down in Tomorrowland, they landed in the spaceport, but it looks all derelict. Yeah. So is Tomorrowland itself derelict, or just the spaceport? Like, has the comfortable optimism disappeared?
0: Well, yeah, there was some weird thing. Uh, right at the end, like, it seemed like a bunch of townspeople came out of a building to, like, greet... George Clooney, their new master. Like it was, it was kind of strange, right? I didn't, I didn't understand where were the townspeople of Tomorrowland while everything was going on. Why is Tomorrowland not a world on the go anymore?
1: Is it because you know the Michael Eisner years came along?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, Nick's is, uh, uh, you know, he's supposed to represent Michael Eisner, of course.
1: Yes, of course. Uh, So, and and George Clooney is uh, is Walt Disney.
0: Yeah, uh, the spirit uh, his frozen head will come back.
1: Yeah. Actually, that was what I was going to touch on. So Actually, his frozen head is in the film. But Before <laughs> before uh, before I forget, Aww. I came up I was telling them I have a theory about that, you know, they 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 were recruiting people to Tomorrowland yeah. using the pins. Mm-hmm. And like clearly there was promotion for it going on at the World's Fair. Walt must have known because Walt built the, it's a small world with this hidden thing and this passageway that leads to a thing that goes yeah. to Tomorrowland. I'm thinking Walt was part of the Tomorrowland crew. Yeah, I think it's pretty obvious in the movie, but he didn't I really get like cancer that idea. from
0: smoking. He got it from future technology.
1: <laughs> probably did. and that Walt was just the optimist that he is. He's like, I'm gonna. I, Tomorrowland is great and all, but I'm going to keep trying to actually push humanity in a yeah, good direction. He
0: made Disneyland to give us hope.
1: Uh, and he built Epcot, or he, he had the idea for Epcot because yeah. he wanted to actually build a Tomorrowland in in, in our dimension, not yep. just in Tomorrowland. This
0: is all headcanon accepted right now. Yeah, I know, <laughs> but, 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 but I mean,
1: it's set up. It's set up in the movie because who else is going to be <coughs> able to hide a, a thing like that under It's a Small World except except Walt? So yeah, I, I... Walt and his... Imagineers. Uh,
0: you know, but what you said earlier, uh, Nick's, Nick's uh was he still projecting that image out of spite? He actually says you can't turn off the monitor.
2: He actually believes you can't turn it off.
0: Yeah, well, I oh, mean, he, he believe he believed you can't couldn't. No, no, yeah. no, they could. I mean, the only way they turned it off was blowing it up.
1: Well, why didn't they just?
0: Well, I mean, it's just like. Well, I think Nick's thought, this thing's too good to blow up. Like, yeah. He, he's kind of like a weird technology hoarder. Yeah. He's kind of like, I, I don't want to share imagine. any of my technology with you, and I don't want to get rid of it. I'm just going to keep well, it. He doesn't want to share forever. it, I and mean,
1: he certainly doesn't want to share it with uh, the people up there because, like, what are they going to do? They're just going to abuse it in order to destroy themselves. Yeah. Which is, again, I kind of. He I I understand his motivation at that point. Like he gives a big speech about this sort of the thing about apathy and negative reinforcement and how people are just gonna take it and just because he made a, a line about why are people not caring? Because it's easier. It's easier to just say, Oh, okay, well this is just what's gonna happen than actually trying to do something to stop it. And mm-hmm. I'm like
2: <laughs> And I agree with <laughs> You
1: know what, thank I, you. I agree. I agree with him to that degree. Yeah. I think this is why now if he was just more of an optimist, he'd be like so now we really just gotta push it, but, but no. The one, the one
2: thing that kind of
1: he's the he's the he's the other wolf. He's still a dick.
2: So there's a, a part in the movie where uh, Casey's going through school, and then like every class that she goes through is like saying shit's gonna happen. This is the
1: climate change, overpopulation. Yeah, and then yeah. she's
2: trying to raise her hand, and then she asks the question, "Can we fix it?" And I'm like, Bob I, I, the I, Builder, can we fix it? She's like, I know the, the world's gone to shit, but can we fix it? And I'm like, that's a great question. I'm, and then later on I realized, actually, no, that's a shitty question because that's a yes-no question because mm. do they answer it? Yeah. The idea is, can we fix it? The question should have been, how can we fix it? Mm. And then, mm-hmm. I, and that's how I feel like about the movie in general. It, <laughs> can it, we
1: fix this movie? <laughs> can we
2: fix it? No, no, no. How can like, we
1: fix this movie? How
2: can we fix this movie? More like – um. They're saying, it's a lot of explaining. Just a lot of explaining. It's like, show me how, though. I want to be shown how this is going on. I don't need to be told, this is the story. Let me explain it to you in a ton of expedition. Let's have a conversation about it. Let's talk about it. No, I want to show be shown how is this has happened. Who the fuck is Nix? What the hell is going on? What came up with this idea? And what are they going to do to fix this world? Why is there's, it feels a bit too open-ended, but is it true? Like one of the writers of this also wrote, um, Oh, uh,
0: now I'm going to look it up. Oh boy. Prometheus. Hold on. <laughs> uh, I, you might be right because you know, I hated Prometheus. I, uh, yeah. and there's parts of this where I was like, why are they doing oh, this? Okay. Is it, is it Lindelof? Was he involved in Prometheus? I'm clicking uh, on it right now. I'm on the. IMDb app. You people in your go. technology. Yep. He's connected to Prometheus. I knew it. As okay, a writer. Is he a writer? Oh no! Here we go. Oh, and he had to do with World War Z too.
2: Okay. God damn
0: you, Lindelof. <laughs> uh, okay. So I, I think I, I trusted you once. <laughs> so
2: this is. Okay. I'll count this. He, I, I he's crossed
0: this, me too many times.
2: <laughs> I think. This, I think uh, Tomorrowland
0: has- and Star Trek Into Darkness. Damn you, <laughs> oh, Lindelof! <laughs> Cowboys and Aliens. <laughs> Little. Little. He's leading like a trail of destruction. <laughs> and he brought
1: insane. it to Tomorrowland. No wonder the place was looking so run He's down. He is Governor Nix. <laughs> Brad Bird
0: is George Clooney.
1: <laughs> the Let's
0: let's get that straight right now. <laughs> okay, here's- This a, is nuts. So
2: basically, Tomorrowland is like Prometheus to a
0: smaller extent. Yes, because but it, like, like what you're talking about, my I biggest still... problem with Prometheus was that they have these very interesting characters in Prometheus called- they call them like the engineers. They're the big, big alien guys that like created everything. And instead of having a moment where they get to say like, hello, I am the engineer and this is why I'm here. Like, let's have a talk. They make them speak a different language. We never find out what they say. And then they start killing everyone. Everyone. And like that's Nyx in this film, where Nyx yeah. is like, uh, you don't get to know where I'm from, I don't like you, and let's kill everyone.
2: But here's, okay. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. so dumb. I've uh. told people this about <clears throat> Prometheus, because um, I saw it in theaters. It's a beautiful film. Holy <laughs> shit. I felt like I was on a different planet. And then the aliens looked fucking amazing. I'm like, damn, I'm really immersed in this world. Tomorrowland, same thing. When you were in Tomorrowland, this is like, oh my Wow, this yeah. is fucking amazing but there's a lot of plot holes like there is with this one yeah and it's like a lot of it could have been handled better if it was written a bit be- better mm-hmm. in terms of narrative mm-hmm. and i think this is the issue here but to a smaller extent compared to prometheus because prometheus was like okay there's way too many plot holes here what the fuck just happened <laughs>
0: Uh, but I I did want to talk about Brad Bird as the the director. Um, he's done a lot of good work. He certainly yeah, I think I, I liked Brad Bird. most of his films, if not all of them, I- including like Ghost Protocol, like Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol. That brought me back into the Mission Impossible series. Like I did not care, and then I watched that movie and I went, "Wow, I care about this <laughs> film series." Like it's really uh, insane that he was. What able did you to do, Tom Cruise?
2: Uh, Brad Bird. You seen it was Brad Bird.
0: Yeah, and. Uh, uh, he did The Incredibles, which is... Uh, I love Incredibles. I, it might be my favorite Pixar. It, I juggle that in Monsters, Inc. Incredibles
2: was my favorite movie up until WALL-E was made. Mm. And WALL-E is like, oh,
1: that holds a special <laughs> place. WALL-E on. is my personal favorite. Same.
0: But I think... Um, uh, and what was the other? Iron Giant... Uh, I think between all those films, like you kind of get the feeling that, um, the way that Brad Bird leaves his films, he he
2: also did Ratatouille as
0: well. Ratatouille. Uh, he, he kind of leaves them. He, he always has that feeling of hope in his films. Like like, even with iron giant, like that's also kind of about a robot who learns to care about humanity. And at the end of that, it's like, there's hope because the robot doesn't blow up the world. Like it's, that's where the hope comes from. (laughs) Um,
2: who was it that said this? Like we had a conversation and, um, they mentioned, uh, I can't remember who it was. It, I think it was Ben. Mm-hmm. But um, it was mentioned like uh, Brad Burt does have a habit of doing things about people, only certain people are special. Mm. And this pops up a lot in his films. Well,
0: that's like a that's just a movie thing in general where it's but like no, no, there's no, no, the chosen no, 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 but it, special it, people.
2: Yeah, but then it but it, he addresses it too a lot. Mm. Like in Incredibles, the bad guy is basically this fanboy who's uh, just yeah, trying yeah, yeah, to pretend yeah, yeah. to be special uh-huh. in order to make himself special, but then it's really the special people. It, it's kind of weird though same in Tomorrowland
0: with, the way that it comes up cuz they keep telling Casey that she's special and then she's like, well, "You keep saying I'm special, what does that mean?" and they and never then, say like, "Oh, then, it's because of this."
2: Exactly. And then it's the same thing with Ratatouille cuz uh, the idea behind it was um, the uh,
0: well I mean uh, he critic, sees the, the critic.
2: well, no, <laughs> well yeah the, oh god the critic um, keeps saying couldn't understand why he would keep saying like anybody can cook it's like then why the fuck is it why are you here what makes you special and then it realizes anyone from any sort of situation could easily be a chef. It, do, it it could be a strange... Even a rat. Even a rat can be a <laughs> chef. Remy is special and may have some mental problems.
0: Yep. A
1: little bit. Um That being said, um, you know, the whole... I was going to touch on this earlier, but um, where I get the Bioshock vibe, at oh, least yeah. slightly... I want to hear this. I still argue this. It's because... Tomorrowland is kind of like Rapture, just in sort of the philosophy of the people who seem to live there. We are going to get the brightest minds, mm. the smartest people from your world, and bring them to our little secret cloister where you, without mitigation by government or religion or politics or money... And that was another thing Nick said about talking about how no one cares about technological advances unless it keeps the money rolling or mm. keeps the you know status quo. So... They're brought to this place where they don't have to be, where they can just build, where they can just invent and do what they want. Now, unlike Rapture, it actually works well, (laughs) works out. But that's my that's my argument. Well, because I think
0: part of the, uh, I mean, not to get too deep into Bioshock business, but uh, uh, Rapture kind of had a. Uh, political religion of
1: sorts. Yeah, it did. It did. Uh, it did.
0: Tomorrowland is like I Tomorrowland said, Tomorrowland it, like doesn't a, have like a catchphrase emblazoned no. on all the walls. No, it doesn't have the great chain <laughs> it, guides more, us on. It's more
2: yeah. like Eureka without the issues. Basically,
1: it, Bioshock light. Let's say it that yeah, way. When I say sure. Brad Bird's Bioshock, I'm saying a Bioshock like idea, but without the overwhelming amounts of pessimism. Yeah, man. it's the
0: hope instead of it's yeah. the
1: hope instead of the to- like the, the of Ayn Randian philosophy. Yeah. Which I guess you could say Nick's kind of, nah, not really. Well, I don't know. He, you get the impression he's got kind of a hot holier-than-thou Although attitude. Although, if, if mm. Nix
0: did say to Athena, would you kindly, I would have lost my <laughs> shit. I
1: would have just been like,
0: <laughs> oh my god. And then she turns around and she starts killing everyone. Oh,
1: like, oh that would no be crazy. Oh my god.
0: Uh, no. yeah. Oh my god, Brad Bird's a Bioshock fan. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, I've, I think we've covered... Uh, pretty much everything pretty uh, much yeah. everything I think that's a, that a that's a good we ran like right very long but that's fine like, there's I a really, lot to be said there's there was a, a lot, lot to say be said. about this movie I think now, we're all big fans of, of you know uh, Disney and film oh, in general And yeah. I'm,
1: a, I'm a Disney geek through and through so yeah the, the last question I would ask is, is, is uh, would you would you okay but everybody I assume everybody here enjoyed the movie yeah. regardless of whether it. you think it's a uh, good movie or not
0: i think it, i think it just besides like uh, mild like narrative problems like i really uh, i like the story i like mm-hmm. the characters i liked the visuals yeah
1: i did too
2: i i think everybody should see it at least once it's a
1: fun movie i agree i would i wouldn't mind watching it again for sure uh especially to you know f- try and wrap my head around some of the things that were were said mm-hmm. and now my last question is um if this does well, and it seems to be doing oh, pretty good so
0: far, yeah, number one opening weekend, it's not That's bad. A good sign.
2: That's not bad. I, at I all. think it'll make back the money. I think it won't.
1: Um, if it does well enough that Disney decides they're going to go through with this plan, what should the
0: next land movie be? <laughs> oh man, I am dying for. Okay, well, I I would want this as a Jungle Cruise movie, but they could just make it a gen- generic like Adventureland movie. Adventureland would I, be pretty I, cool. Yeah, it just. I would love a Jungle Cruise movie. And if they want to call it Adventureland and just include other elements of things, do it. I don't care.
1: There already has been a movie called Adventureland, but when has that stopped people before?
0: Oh, who cares?
1: (laughs) I I like Liberty Square. (laughs) 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 Oh my God. Uh, no. I'm still waiting. Let's uh, not sign <laughs> off. No, really, no, really. I actually want. Uh, I would like to see Frontierland. I want that's Guillermo that, del yeah.
2: Toro's uh, Haunted Mansion. I'm still waiting. Well, on I that. mean,
1: that's 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 good. I I I want it too.
2: I
0: want
1: it so badly.
2: Um, but um, Critter Country. I Critter
0: want... Country. <laughs> we're getting another uh, Pirates movie. So
2: oh. Oh. another. I, I like Dead, it's fun, called Dead Men great. Tell No Tales. They're great. Uh, they're entertaining.
1: They're fun. I, I love wanna... no,
2: I adored the first one. I was I saw it like, uh so my friend was- um, Also did in, I. <laughs> in 2003, when it came out, my friend, I went to go see it with a friend of mine, and she's a huge fan of Johnny Depp. So we saw it first day, first showing, uh-huh. and I was like, okay, blah, blah, blah. And then I go see it, and I'm like, oh my God, this movie's great. And then I realized, oh God, this is going to be a hit.
3: <laughs> and- yep.
2: I you was know? shocked, and then I, I was not surprised. All of a sudden, it just reached this, and I'm like, that, that was the most pleasantly surprised movie I went into mm-hmm. at That's that good. time, I must
0: say. it's a good feeling. They were, and, uh, weren't We We—we we were still reeling from that Eddie Murphy Haunted Mansion at that time. They we were just uh, like, no. pirates. Pirates
1: came first, but thankfully. Did Pirates come first? Pirates, pirates came, came first, first. Oh, wow. and, then, okay. and then they were like, hey, Pirates did well. You know what else we should do? Let's do the Haunted Mansion. <laughs> Get some of the same people who were no, involved actually, in that.
2: Actually, they were making them at the same time.
1: They were around the same time, but Pirates did come first.
2: Pirates did come first, but a few months later, Haunted Mansion came.
1: And Haunted Mansion tanked like, wow. like big time. Oh, yeah, it yeah,
2: was yeah, bad. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I'd, I'd love to see just more uh, Disney things, especially if they can get like uh, more meta than even Tomorrowland is. Oh, I would yeah. like
1: that. Uh, Tomorrowland, I think, has <clears throat> the most potential to actually be meta.
2: I would like to see Fantasyland. I'm curious to see what they could do with that.
0: I
1: have a, a giant Disney property crossover. Well, what I think- A la Once Upon a Time, except without all
0: the oh God. melodrama. I, I'm addicted to it, but it's the worst show.
2: Is, <laughs> oh, Once Upon a Time. Yes,
0: Once Upon a Time is a I was terrible a di- show, but y- I can't stop watching.
2: I was, uh, I just stopped watching it because I was like, I can't take anymore. I, and it's true. It's a, Really addicting show, yeah. Because there are so many Disney references, and I was geeking out. And there's about so many
0: like just fun characters. I know, but then they waste them. They I know. Just go like, ah, who cares? Uh, let's just kill this one. Uh they'll show up for one episode.
2: Yeah, I know. It but just yeah.
0: let's get more Snow White in here. It's like
2: I don't
1: Jeez.
0: get her off
2: the show. I really, really want more of uh, Gold. God damn it! Yeah, he's awesome. Mm-hmm.
1: I would. I um. On the original point, though, I I would argue... Yeah, if they can be meta with another Land movie, like, they can keep it consistent and fun, Mm. like this movie is, that'd be great. And especially, I think it would be really awesome if this movie does... Well, if they bring some of that cool visual style to our own Tomorrowland, Mm. which, while it's on its way back up, it still needs a bit of a facelift. I feel like we still need... I still want that sense of wonder. I want to see... People mover cars driving overhead, and I want to see stuff zooming around. Do, do you
0: think they could do an Autopia movie in the in the vein of Fast oh, Jesus and Furious? Christ, no. <laughs> they could, like, we got to get on this ride and beat the other guy. <laughs> How fast there's, is this car going? <laughs> there's this great Not uh, fast enough. <laughs> there
2: is this great joke that says, um, in "Upcoming Disney movie, Audio It's like Fast and the Furious for twelve year olds." <laughs>
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so oh. I think that's it for our review. Space Mountain. Uh, let's do get a something Space with Space Mountain. Movie. Space Mountain. Space Mountain movie.
2: Matterhorn.
0: Matterhorn. Big Mountain. Well, you know, Matterhorn is based on a movie.
2: Oh, fuck. That's right. Yeah, it kind of
0: weird. I watched that movie and I was like, what did I just watch? You could watch? say Jungle
1: Cruise is based on the African Queen. So. It is
2: based off the African Queen. Yeah.
0: yeah. Anyway, uh, all right. Let's move on. <clears throat> so, uh,. Let me tell you what's coming out new in theaters this weekend. Hey, We have Ooh. San Andreas, we have Aloha, we have uh, in limited release Results, in limited release Gemma Bovary, and in limited release Heaven Knows What. Uh, before we play Guess the Ending, uh, let's give out some thanks. First of all, to uh, Silent Partner, uh, who did our theme song, Sophomore Makeout, which we got from the YouTube audio library. Oh, very useful. And I just useful. unplugged my headphones. Oh, no. Oh, no. Here we go. Uh, I'll keep talking. It's fine. Thank you. Our Uh, logo art is by Justin Kizon of Agents of Guard. Uh, That's agentsofguard.com. That's a website where, you know, nerdy people write about things they love, which include video games, comic books, uh, TV shows, movies, all kinds of stuff. Uh, Justin Kizon also does a podcast on the Benview Network called Benview on Spielberg. I'm a fan
1: of that podcast.
0: (laughs) That's an endorsement. uh, Where it's uh, Justin and Matt Benson, uh, talk about a Spielberg film every month in chronological
1: order, except for that one <clears throat> weird time when there was tensions and you and I and Benson all watched that one Shaquille O'Neal movie. That was a little that was a little strange. That
0: was a one off, you know. That was a that was, that was a that was a fun different time. Yeah. yeah, I still enjoyed
1: it, but you know, I'm glad I'm glad they've since patched things up and yep. have returned to Spielberg.
0: Uh, and. <laughs> You should all. If you like listening to Matt Benson talk, uh, you can listen to him talk to me about community on uh, the podcast "Shut Up Leonard," uh, which we do every week uh, as long as community is on the air. Uh, which n- it's not even on the air now. It's on the Wi-Fi. It's on the the YouTubes. The internet's that's that's well, the power the of Yahoo's, the internets. The Yahoos is it's what the future.
2: It's on. The Yahoo.
0: Very good, uh, the. <laughs> Uh, so, go to what is that? Uh, ShutupLeonard.com or BenViewNetwork.comslash ShutupLeonard uh, for more information on that. Uh, and if, as if I haven't talked enough about Matt Benson, uh, Matt Benson, myself, and Good old David King over here. That's me. We've got a new podcast out called Pick Your Path. Uh, well, how would you describe that, David? It's sort of like a choose-your-own-adventure
1: podcast. Bas- That's crazy. How is that possible? Basically, if you have one of those newfangled doohickeys, you know, the, a smartphone, an iPhone, or even just your computer, if you have an app, basically a smart uh, p- smart podcast <clears throat> app, you can jump to chapters and listen to... Um, and to make your own way through the podcast, you are actually affecting the story. So you, you get to a branch, you choose a chapter, you jump ahead to that chapter, the story changes. So, uh, we, uh, yeah, as, as Andrew already said, myself and Benson and he, we all write, uh, we are writing episodes for this podcast and we just got it off the ground and we're really excited about it.
0: Yes. The, uh, I believe, uh, uh, so the second episode will be coming the first of June and that's, and that's uh, my story. That's your story, yeah. Uh, which is uh, called You're an Agent of Crash. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a spy story. I mm-hmm. think everyone will enjoy it. A big, big time. Lots of big time. Definitely. Uh, so go check that out. Pick your path. It's on uh, benvnetwork.com slash PYP. Uh, or just subscribe to it on your podcast app. But if you're on an Android phone, uh, you should use download it and listen to it on the VLC player because most Android podcast apps do not support enhanced podcasts.
1: And if for whatever reason you don't have the capacity to listen to it that, that way, a little later in the month we usually released an ultimate ending branch, where you can just listen to one whole path of yeah, the story. Yeah, you,
0: you don't have to make any choices yourself. You get to hear uh, what we consider to be like the, the best or the most logical path to yeah.
1: take. It's not quite as much fun, but... If You know, you still get a fun story. You still get a fun story. And I like to think we ha- we are good writers here
0: and write entertaining stories. Uh, if Tom was here, he'd tell you about his website optograb.org or uh, his writings on com or his short stories that are published on Amazon and Smashwords. Just go to org for more information on that. If Jordan was here, he'd tell you that he streams uh, video game playing sometimes on Twitch uh, TV. I don't know what that thing's called. Something like that. Something like <laughs> that. Uh, I believe he's he's going under the, uh, the username TrueValk. I think that's him. Uh, he said he was going to change it to that soon because that's his name on uh, Twitter. Mm. Uh, and my Twitter handle is at PodcasterAndrew. And uh, David, uh, you have a show. Yes, I think we touched on it a little bit er- earlier. I run the Midnight Midnight
1: Marinera podcast, which um, adapts pasta stories into uh, audio dramas. I fully cast and uh, put together, usually with the... Uh, Intent of scaring you, so or delighting you, depending on what the podcast is. So, if you want to hear audio dramas, you're a fan of radio plays and things like that, um, and you like spooky stuff, it's a good podcast to listen to. You can find that on BenveNetwork.com/slash Midnight Marinera. Uh, you can also find it on YouTube under if you just search for Midnight Marinera. I'm all over the place. Uh, you can also find it on uh, Tumblr. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Scary Sauce. And um, and 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 I have a Patreon situation. So if you feel you listen to the show and you like it, and you're like, I want to give this guy money so he can actually put more effort into his show and not have to work as hard at his full time job. <laughs>
0: you can do that too. Very Sorry. good. Shameless uh, plugs. No, that's that's what we're here for. Uh, Kaylee, do you have anything that you want to plug? Are you on Twitter, yeah. Instagram? Should we look for you on another episode of Ray Donovan, or no, we'll I look don't. for you in the entourage I, I, film? Oh, no, you're no, the no. one in the orange jumpsuit. Green, <laughs> green, green jumpsuit.
2: Actually, I don't do background. She's work just another anymore.
0: face in a red jumpsuit.
2: <laughs> yes, actually, that is true. Uh, I, I uh, actually, um, do. I don't do background work anymore. Uh, you will see me. Uh, I, I, I should have plugged Midnight Marinara as well because I do again background work for it. Yeah,
3: for,
1: you're, like, you're a writer. I'm a writer. You're a you're a frequent guest. I am. You are my partner in crime when it comes to uh undercooked analysis?
2: Yes. Uh I have nothing to plug except um uh go watch Midnight Marinara or listen to Midnight Marinara.
1: You can watch it if you're on YouTube,
0: I guess. That's you can watch right. the still image. Yeah, right? just look at
2: the still image slowly appear on the screen. Ooh. And also, for you, Californian Disney pass holders, please go see the Haunted Mansion and uh, check out the new um, uh, Hatbox Ghost because he's amazing. He's gorgeous. (laughs) And I am in love with him.
0: So dreamy. All right, good. Uh, David, we should do another uh, undercooked analysis. We should. I was actually. we talked about it.
1: I've been thinking about it. I need to talk to you and Benson. We We have unfinished business. Good. I'm excited. All right. <laughs> uh, all right. You
0: can go to benvnetwork.com for uh, all the other podcasts that we have on the network. It includes uh, Popsicles, um, Radio Brendo Man, uh, Comic Nerds Unite, Star Wars Nerds Unite, and all the rest. Uh, and On Twitter, it's at benvnetwork. And our personal website is nevpodcast.com. You can email us nevpodcast at gmail.com and on Twitter at nevpodcast. All right. So now it's time for guess the ending You'll never guess how it ends. Uh, so one of you said you're going to guess how San Andreas ends. I don't that would remember. be me. That That's be David. Uh, go ahead and read all that description about, and stuff there. About and then, San Andreas? Yep. Okay. And then take a stab at that ending.
1: Let's see. So this is San Andreas. Its director is Brad Payton. It stars, stars Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Carla Gugina, Gugino, Gugino?
2: basically she's the chick that was um the love interest in
1: uh son-in-law okay (laughs) i'm just trying to pronounce the the last name correctly that's my thing um alexandra daddario and colton haynes um in the aftermath of a massive earthquake in california a rescue chopper pilot makes a dangerous journey across the state in order to rescue his estranged daughter ah well um well the way I see this well I mean this is this is this is Dwayne this is uh you know Dwayne Johnson we're talking about it's good to see him in a movie again and um uh, and you know this is a um this is a your classic disaster movie so of course he's going to be um his chopper is going to go down at some point and he's going to have to cross the landscape and repel down things and there's going to be some frequent aftershocks and they're going to like mess him up but um you know by the time he reaches his uh, his daughter everything you know it it it's a close tight climax everything's it's gonna be it's uh i'm so blanking so hard right now on this i'm always bad i'm really bad at these i'm sorry but i'm gonna keep going i'm gonna press on so he he gets to his daughter at the end and everything's going okay and then a huge like fissure opens up underneath them and they both plunge into it and they're both hanging on for dear life but um you know uh, he's got to save his daughter so he does the right thing and pushes her up to the top and then falls in himself and it closes and Everything looks like it's the end; it's over, and cuts to a little while later, and he just—you see his like his like boot land on their porch or something, (laughs) like the porch where she's living in in now repaired, you know, Los Angeles or whatever. And normally I get a little sillier with these. I was going (laughs) to say, and then and then Roland Emmerich is there for some reason because you know disaster movies. All right, um, who's got Aloha?
2: That would be me. Uh, Aloha is going to be directed by Cameron Crowe. Good to see him directing. Uh, starring Bradley Cooper, Rachel McAdams, Emma Stone, and Alec Baldwin. Oh, that's
1: a hey, that's a good cast, actually.
2: Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, celebra- uh, cel- celebra- a celebrated mil- a military contractor returns to the site of his greatest career triumph and reconnects with a long, uh, long ago love while unexpectedly falling for a for the hard-charging Air Force watchdog assigned to him. Um, this movie is going to be nominated for an Academy Award for <laughs> Best Movie, Best Director. and Oh, I'm sorry, you meant the ending.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the ending of the film, not of its lifetime run. <laughs>
2: um, uh, I think uh, it's going to end with the uh, Bradley Cooper basically having an affair with both of these women, with Rachel McAdams and Emma Stone, but he can't choose between the two of them. And then is uh, travels back in time, a la Twilight Zone. No. Uh,
1: I like that part. I like that. <laughs> yeah, I know. And when he goes, he says, Aloha.
2: <laughs> Aloha. And yeah. then the natives turn smile at him and say, Aloha. And give him a <laughs> hug. Uh, t- uh, actually, um, He'll have an affair with both of them. They'll say, you cheated on me. No, you cheated on me. You horrible bastard. And he gets neither of the girls. And then it's a couple years later. He runs into one of them. She's successful and then runs into another. And it's like, maybe we can go out on a coffee day. Okay. And then it just ends. A la um, Sleepless in Seattle. All
0: right, then. All right. (coughs) All right. uh, What's next? I'm going to... You know what? I'm going to guess the ending for Heaven Knows What.
1: All right. We're skipping uh, uh, the other two or?
0: Eh, yeah. I mean, since there's only three of us, we just. Oh.
1: Fair enough. Um, sure the other guess. ones are we could we could always go over later. But let's do Heaven Knows What.
0: Uh, directed by Ben Safty and Joshua Safty, Starring Ariel Holmes, K- Caleb Landry-Jones, Ron Brownstein, Eleanor Hendricks. Here's the description. Harley loves Ilya. He gives her life purpose and sets her passion ablaze. So when he asks her to prove her love by slitting her wrists, she obliges, with only mild hesitation, perhaps because of her other all-consuming love, heroin. Uh, Mm -hmm. What you don't know is actually heroin is the name of the other person that she loves. And uh, this gets revealed like an hour in, heroin died. And so when he says, hey, uh, slit your wrists, she says, you know what, maybe I'll get to go join heroin on the other side. And then the last 20 minutes is her, uh, she is in purgatory with heroin and they kind of hash it out. They figure out what went wrong in their relationship, (laughs) what's going on with their lives. And then heroin says, you don't, you don't belong here. Uh, Don't, don't go to the light. And she goes, what? And then she wakes up. She's like, she was in a coma for a couple of months and uh, they, the police have arrested uh, uh, Ilya or Harley, whoever is the one who made her slit her wrists because they're a crazy person And they're like, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. That's how it is.
1: (laughs) I like that. See, you've got experience under your belt doing these. I got to come and do these more often, really.
0: I just make stuff up. It's it's a
1: good thing. It's it's a good thing. Bravo. Proud of you.
0: It's, uh, I don't know.
2: Um, (laughs) I actually, oh, I actually do have a plug. Um, If you just care to know what the hell David and I do in our spare time and just like to look at geeky shit um i do have a tumblr called a geek in la and i sh- show all the cool things i see in la and all the geeky th- fun things i do so feel free to check that out it's not anything exciting but eh, it's something
0: but it's yours it's right,
2: mine then. it's my baby
0: uh all right so uh we can now end the guessing and in fact that means that the show is coming to a close oh yep uh, but I hope everyone enjoyed our review of Tomorrowland. Uh, I hope uh, everyone checks out all those various websites that we've mentioned. There's a lot of them. If you get lost, just go back and listen to that part again. Yeah, technology—it's wonderful. <laughs> and uh, go listen to Midnight Marinara. <laughs> Thank uh, you. I really enjoy that. And uh, the undercooked analyses, analyses, analyses. I guess. Uh, analyses. Which, um, I just listened to the two. Uh, have you only done two with Dead Palette so far?
1: I've done two. With, I've done three with Dead Palettes.
0: So okay, far. so I've listened to two of those and. Uh, he has a, a wonderful voice, doesn't he? I'd, I know. Like that's that's uh, he that, actually sounds that's really cool.
2: It's weird for me because he sounds a lot like my friend Toast. <laughs> I mean, it's weird listening to him. Like, oh my god, <laughs> I feel like I'm I'm listening to my friend talk to him.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Dead Palate. His tales of banality are on YouTube. You can look that look those up. They're short, creepy, and uh, short, unsettling, and leave you guessing. Is what I'll say about his his uh, his sort of art project. I would say.
2: (laughs) Then uh, he actually uh, uh, David did another one that that's actually one of my favorite undercooked analysis with um, Dead Palette and um, Slime Beast, which is fantastic.
1: The author of the Abandoned by Disney
0: series, nice. Which we did in undercooked, which I still need. Yes. Anyway, it all comes back around. It Comes back around. Uh, comes but I believe circle. Uh, next week uh, you guys won't be here. But uh, the review that. will be for Aloha. I'm pretty sure. Let us know how that's what's gonna happen because yep. Jordan said he can't watch San Andreas because then he will have to move out of California, oh. <laughs> and I agree with him. I just I, that would be terrifying <laughs> to have to watch that film and then keep living here. <laughs>
2: uh,
0: so until next week, this has been episode 226 of Nerd's Eye View. Uh, I'm Andrew. I'm David.
2: And I'm Kayla.
0: Thanks for listening. Good night.
1: You were there. Just a time. I was there i'm your dad no
2: i'm your dad
1: no i'm your dad no
2: i'm your dad oh god please don't say you're my dad (laughs) ah
1: that's even worse (laughs)